I always like to start it off by the first time I met somebody and like I think I didn't even I don't remember the first time I met you exactly but I do remember hearing your name literally every fucking where you know I came into the scene as a music video director and I was working with already kind of big artists when I first came into it but I'm hearing RJ RJ always tripping and ooh RJ and every fucking song every fucking music video and your name was just circulating like crazy and then we did a photo shoot by your studio actually I yeah. came by and I shot some photos real quick um, and for me, it was just like, damn, bro, this guy's literally like the most uh, prolific producer in Detroit. Um, at that time, I think it was like not even a few years ago um, when we met. Where were you at career-wise, stage-wise? Because I was still kind of in the dark as far as knowing like, you know, what your reach was or uh, how far you already had taken yourself. Well, uh, by the time we met, uh, um, I want to say I just had my baby and uh, all that type of stuff, but. Uh as far as like career wise, I had already had like a few hit records all the time, but I had built my brand so big that like you didn't have to even know none of the songs I produced, you still knew who I was. So I just say like that's what I had been working on. Like that's really what my career kind of been based on, just like the brand. Like a lot of people don't know what the songs are. At one point in time when I was DJing, like before Detroit music was like popping when I was DJing, like people didn't even know the songs I was playing. They just knew RJ was here mm. and RJ was playing Detroit music type shit. So. By the time I met you, that's the point I was at. I, I think I, I was working on the Sada Baby project. Cause yeah, when I was working at that studio, that's where that's where I was recording up there. So I was working on the Sada Baby project. We made Dumbass, we made Honest, we made LLYG Mister, we made um, Lunchroom, we made Pressing, and then we did some other songs on the mixtape. But no, nah, I just been working there. I literally just be working yeah. type shit. The process obviously had to have taken a minute, bro. Like, you can then just hop into the scene out of nowhere, obviously. Uh, kind of take us back a little bit where you start, when you started making beats or even what gave you the idea to, to hop into the industry. Uh, I had a cousin that was like a uh, popping rapper. Mm. And then, um, so I kind of, like, you know, like, he was like raising me. So, you know, like, you kind of gonna do with your like like if my, if my cousin was a doctor I was gonna be like shit I might be a doctor too you know? <laughs> but he was a rapper bro we was living in the suburbs like like I'm from like I'm from a, a, I ain't gonna say it don't even matter but I was living in the suburbs because my cousin was a famous rapper so I'm like shit I wanna do this too I mean I, but I couldn't rap so I'm like bro I'm either to be somebody manager or I'm gonna be like I'm gonna make beats or something. So I, uh, I had uh, I had I had met my brother. My brother was a little older than me. I had met him late in life. When I met him, he was it's crazy because he was he was selling like bootleg movies. <laughs> so he put me on that. He was like, bro, just sell these bootleg movies. You gonna make your cheese. So I took the cheese and I bought this little computer, this little desktop computer. I started making beats and shit. I had an uncle that was making beats and he showed me how to make beats. And then from there, shit, literally like not too long after I had graduated high school after that, and then uh, I had ran into that. That's when we was doing the reviews. And I seen Willie J. Peso. Mm. So I was uh, with my cousin one time because he was a famous rapper still when what I was, was making these. Uh, Tone Tone. Tone Tone. He made that song, What Up Though? He got yeah. that yeah, Tony yeah, Island. Yeah. Boom. So, yeah. So my cousin was banging. Boom. Like, one of the, he was the first rapper to ever get signed in Michigan, like, type mm. shit. So, like, my whole life, I just been lit. So, mm. from there, um, I ran. I, we was at a club one night. I can't even remember what club we was at, but I seen a bunch of people outside with t shirts on that said, like, it don't matter what t shirt said, but. And then I walked up to one of them and I was like, shit, y'all rap? You want some CD? You want some beats? I got some beats on this CD right here. Willie J. Peso, I ran into Willie J. Peso. Then from Willie J. Peso, um, that's what I was telling you. Like he didn't, uh, he told me how much he was gonna pay me. He picked one of the beats, bro. He told me how much he was gonna pay me for the beat, bro. He did not pay me that full amount, bro. But the amount he told me he was gonna pay me for that beat was way more than I was making on my check. And I'm just like, nigga, I'm about to just make beats. 
Boom. So I started making beats for him. And, uh, he didn't pay me the full amount, though. And what's crazy is I didn't sell another beat that whole year. So I was just like broke so as hell. So you quit your job to make a beat for this guy and he never paid you for the beat? Literally. Yeah. So from there, I fucking, I fucking moved to L.A. When I moved to L.A., um, I went to college in L.A. I went to L.A. recording school. When I went to L.A. recording school, I, um, I finished school up there. But while I was at school, I had met uh, YG. Mm. And he at the time, he had this song called Tooted and Booted Out. And everybody in the club was playing this shit, bro. It was like lit. And I'm just like, bro, like he got all the bitches. He got all the money. He got all the hoes. He got all the cars. He got all this shit. I'm like, why the fuck is it, is it working for him? But it ain't working for me. And I'm like, oh, it's because he's from California. Mm-hmm. That's why the fuck. He know everybody already. So I, nigga, next day, bro, I flew back home and just started doing the same shit I saw him doing. Literally. Literally just pulling up on niggas, doing beats for niggas. Then, um, people weren't really fucking with my beats, though. Nobody was fucking with my beats. They thought my beats was ass. Mm. So I uh, I started DJing. I said, bro, I'm going to start DJing. And when I start DJing, I'm going to become the hottest DJ. And I ain't going to play none of your music <laughs> if it ain't my beat. So I started DJing. And then... Shit, within two weeks of me DJing, nigga, I was on tour, tour with fucking two chains, mm. just off relationships and shit. So I'm on tour with two chains. I come back home and shit, and then uh, I ran into Dex Osama. Mm. Boom, did all those beats, and then I did oh, ran into Oprah Rolling, did all those beats, like did lifestyle, all that shit, and then I ran into Band Gang, mm. did uh, whatever I say. That's one of the biggest songs. Once whatever I say came on, that's like 2016, bro. When whatever I say came on, my career was banging, nigga. Everybody was at my career recording, like slaying it. So by that time, that's when you really would have wanted to meet me. Like the crib was like lit, lit, lit. Like we recorded everything. Every Detroit song was out that out that crib. Like literally every Detroit song that year came out of my career. From like Molly Brazy, she was recording her first music there. To who else? Everybody was at that crib. PZ was recording there. Who else was recording there? Sada wasn't even rapping yet. But he started recording when I moved to my new new studio. But uh, at that old crib, it was like PZ, Band Gang, Molly Brazy. Shit, who else was over there? Everybody, nigga. That's yeah. the whole fucking Detroit. Yeah. Literally. And you know the people that fuck with them? Like Babyface River would come through. GT would come through. Everybody would come through. So my crib was like banging like for a long ass time. And shit, from there, it was just up. It literally was just up. Then after that, People from Detroit started getting deals, literally. Like right, like in, in that 2016 little area, niggas started getting deals. It was like, oh shit, bro, I was just doing this to just pay my rent because it was like shit at the studio in my crib. Then I ain't gotta pay no rent because niggas gonna pay my rent for me. Right, bro. People started getting deals. We started seeing crazy cheese type shit, and shit. It's just been up from there for real, for real. Just staying humble, just remaining down, and just being one of the first people doing it. That's what really like set me apart. I was one of the first people doing it. Right. Um, so obviously like having an inspiration of, you know, you have a famous artist, you know, in the family and stuff like that. That's obviously something to kind of maybe not leech off of, but like go after. But before that though, what was your mindset? Like, did you kind of have a plan of what you wanted to do before that? Like even before you knew that the opportunity was available? You want to know what's crazy? Hmm. So my life goal plans was to, um, I think I said I wanted to be like, like, like a, cause I ain't really like, like, I just, I don't know. I, I wanted to have. A thirty thousand dollar car, living a crib that I paid rent in, and was like making like fifty thousand dollars a year type shit, like as a guidance counselor. That's literally what I was like. <laughs> I just randomly picked that though. I was like, shit, I could sit here and talk to kids all day, like, like literally. And I was like, bro, I just be straight, literally. So that's why, like, all oh, this shit don't, it don't, it don't excite me. It don't excite me, bro. Like, I could do with less. 
Right. So like for you, it was it wasn't money chasing thing at first, just because it was like an opportunity. You kind of saw like the bag there for, you know, my cousin's a famous fucking artist that I can go after that and, and make money off of it. But if you didn't do that, it would have just been like a normal, just normal type life shit, and you wouldn't need, you would have been fine with it. Yeah, because I had already lived it like like the life all these rappers living. Like I had lived that life when I was like eight. My cousin was popping when I was like nine. Oh, so you've been through the celebrity shit. Like you've been, when you were a kid, you kind of already went through everything and seen everything. So it wasn't even nothing to you. My cousin was the first rapper to ever get signed out of Michigan. He was signed like before Eminem. I want to say he was signed before Eminem. But no, Eminem didn't really count. I think that's what happened. Eminem didn't really count. But like, he was the first rapper ever signed. Like, so like, all all right, put like this. Everybody like in the Detroit music industry that's kind of like, kind of saying like, like they doing something like, like trying to like help artists get signed. They was just getting started when my cousin was signed. Like they was like interning and shit. So mm-hmm. like like all these people that like, hey, bro, like I'm an OG in this bitch. Like I was an OG at eight, like nine. Like I was like you you know like when you see like a famous rapper here, like a little, little kid next to him. That was me. Were you like literally living with him type thing or like how what was the situation as far as like were you living at home or like how how was that played out? Yeah, my my our grandmother had died and had left mm-hmm. us like had left us the crib and it was like me him and my uncle. And then when he had got signed, he had moved to a suburb, and we was we just came up, decided that it was better for me to go to school from like a suburb. Right. Yeah. So like the parent situation, like did I mean, did you know your parents? Yeah, yeah. Me and my mom, cool. I, my mom was a single, but you got to think like my mom, um, shit, like I'm from like just like everybody else from the hood. Like your mom was struggling and shit, so it was like it, it took it took a lot off of her for me to just like for me to just like for my cousin to help take care of me because. She couldn't really take care of me, but like, like, like to this day, like I pay my mom rent right now. Like mm. I got two cribs, I pay, well, really three, but I got, I pay my mom rent. Like I pay my mom rent, and she at that age where like I have to pay her rent for the rest of her life, like literally. Oh yeah. So like I take care of my mom. Like I mean, it's probably crazy. For, I mean, you went through the celebrity life obviously as a kid, and it ended up working out for you. I mean, you talk, bro. Like literally, like I said, everybody knows who the fuck you are. Everybody's getting beats from you, so you're at that point where. You're, you're you know you're on your own two feet and and only people only know you for you. I didn't know about your you know cousin being fan. I didn't I didn't know none of that shit and that shit don't even matter because you're, you're cold off that shit. You you feel what I'm saying? So right now, uh, the people who see you in the scene completely fell in love with you. What ma- what makes you think that like I mean what got you to that position where everybody was like falling in love with your music and falling in love with your beats or, or even just wanting to be around you at the studio? It's just my vibe, bro. It's my vibe. Like, it's my energy. Like, I'm big on energy. Like, I don't even, like, some people that meet me, like, if anybody ever says something bad about me, like, literally, it's because I just don't give you, like, if like if you just meet me out, you might, like, see zero energy. You'll be like, bro, that nigga weird, bro. Like, you'll see zero energy. But, like, if you fuck with me, you know, like, around the life of the party. Like, everybody know, like, my energy is, like, a, on, on a thousand. Like, like, I got amazing energy. Like, and that's what, like, even more than beats, like, you got to think, like, bro, people, it's way better producers than me. People is getting my beats because they fuck with my energy. Mm. Yeah, there's some people that like. I mean, your beats are fucking sweet, obviously, but there are some people that, you know, just their personality alone and how they brand themselves matters more than the product. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Um, what was like a moment that pinpoints for you where that was a moment where you're like, I'm I'm becoming successful off this, like beyond what I expected. Was there a beat that dropped, or was there something a project you worked on that kind of like took you to that next level? Hmm. Hell yeah! Wait, 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 wait! But what level are you thinking of? Take us through the steps of what level took you to the level you're at right now. Each, each, each note that hit that was like, "Fuck, I'm on the next level." Fuck, I'm on the next level. All right, so like the first, the first step was like, um, I haven't DJing for like 
two weeks or some shit or like two months or some shit. And I fucking ended up on tour with two chains. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I'm a fucking guy, bro. And then like I remember one time I was at one of the shows and I was and I was talking to the manager and I was like, Oh my god, that's two chains. And he was like, What the fuck, bro? You 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 been with us every day for six months. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Or then like I mean like past that and it was like like um when that Detroit music shit really caught on, bro, I ain't, I'm, I swear to fucking God, bro. Like, like when I first was playing Detroit music for people, bro, they were saying that shit was the worst shit they ever heard in their life, bro. Like, I swear to fucking God, bro. Mm-hmm. So when that shit, like, caught on, it was like, oh, shit, people really fuck with this shit now. And now it's like, bro, people really fuck with that shit. Like, people yeah. like, like, it's like a, but it's like I knew that was, I knew it was going to play out like that because it's, it's, I knew it was going to play out like that. Yeah, you had zero doubt in yourself, like, throughout the whole progress. Because obviously, if people weren't fucking with your shit, but you kept progressing, like, you kept moving forward, you had ultimate faith in yourself that you were going to succeed being, a, you know, a producer. Kind of, sort of. And I, I feel like with my process, like, like just like, like off so many people fucking with me and shit, like, I, I'm kind of, like, a main reason that that shit really popped off. Like, yeah. like, you don't even know what beats I made, but you know Detroit music because you know me, like, type shit. So, like, because I was DJing in all them clubs, bro, all over the country everywhere in the world just playing my shit just playing my shit playing my shit everywhere and it's like shit I don't need no fucking credit but I know I know what I did <laughs> uh, obviously like everybody starting off at something even if you're DJing or whatever the fuck like it's a tough experience it's a lot of turbulence and shit a lot of errors and fucked up moments and whatever you know what I'm saying what was was it smooth for you or did you have a lot of like hiccups along the way with the DJing shit everything yeah Man, it's fucking crazy. No, 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 literally. Like, so on my 21st birthday, I went to a strip club and my cousin just happened to be the manager. He hired me to just work at the strip club the next day. Mm. Boom. Then after that, um, I had I used to throw parties when I was younger because I was like, uh, like, 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 like in the like promotion and shit. And, um, yeah, they, they knew me from being a promoter. So they put me on as a DJ. So now I'm DJing at the best club in the city, and all I'm playing is Detroit music. Mm. So from there, um, shit, I fucking told you, I fucking ended up on Two Chains like two weeks after that. Then I came mm. back home, and then I started doing the twenty. How did that process even come along with meeting with Two Chains, or how how did you even get connected into that deal? Bruh, fucking with artists. I was DJing for a rapper named Treat the Kid. Mm. Boom. But just just be knowing people, and then just like just be just just networking. It's really just be networking with the DJ and shit. It's really like right now I work at Playground, and it's like right now that shit lit. That shit lit. That shit is ultimate vibes. It's the best place for me to work. It's it's the most known place. You got out of town girls, out of town people. So people from all over the world coming in, tapping in with me. They know I'm there. People from all over the world fuck with me. So with DJ, DJ is more just a vibe. You just if you want to DJ, you just want to DJ that just bring the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. What's more of the focus right now is like the DJing or, or how often are you making beats versus you know being at the club? Shit, I work twenty four seven still to this day. Literally, like bro, uh, like we about to make beats when we leave here. <laughs> so we make beats all day, but you gotta think like most of the people that we gonna meet that's gonna buy beats is in the club. Yeah. Also, yeah. oh, you're actually marketing yourself. I didn't even think about that shit. Like when you're actually at the fucking club and you're playing your your fucking beat or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah that's what I want to tell you. I want to talk to you about why. How, how I feel about music reviews and shit. Okay. So, like, I feel like, um, part of the, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I think what you're doing is, like, fucking, uh, fucking amazing. And then when I heard you, like, bring someone up and bring them down, I mean, bring them down and bring them back up, I was like, oh my God, you're fucking amazing at this. You understand, like, how to talk. <laughs> but, like, so when people, other people's music, I never feel like I should judge nobody else's music because I feel like, who am I to, 
who am I to who am I to like like judge your music or even give you my opinion? Like I just be feeling like my opinion don't even matter on other people's music. Mm. Like, I don't even give a fuck. The way I looked at it was like when I started the shit was there's a lot of people who just don't have any clarity when they're creating any type of production or any type of song or product or whatever. And I was like, there has to be a way to bring clarity to these people who are just totally, you know, just going over their head that they're not creating anything good or worthwhile. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's making some bullshit and nobody's telling them that they're making some bullshit. Somebody's got to tell them they're making some bullshit. Their friends ain't telling them. Their mom ain't telling them. Everybody's telling them they're sweet. How are they going to get better unless they get cut? You know what I'm saying? Unless you cut through them, how the fuck are they going to learn? So that was really my mentality going into it. Uh, it wasn't even anything like, I'm just going to go talk shit about somebody's song. Or, fuck you. Like It's literally like, why do you suck and how to get you better? Or why are you good but how to get you better? Or, Things you can change up or switch up. So that's kind of like my, my thought process going into it. And if I did that, my studio sessions would be way better. Mm. But I'd be like, shit. I just get high and just let these motherfuckers go in the studio <laughs> and fucking just fucking rap, bro. I'll put your yeah. record, bro. Yeah. I guess it's gonna be like, bro, I guess it's sweet. I guess it's sweet. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, you don't, so you do you not give a fuck right now as far as like if, it's, if an artist comes in and just is fucking up, you don't give a shit no more? Man, you no, know, the thing is like, like, so like, like my, one of my first artists I was fucking with was like uh, Band Gang Lonnie. All mm. right, so listen, when we made whatever I say, I played that for these group of girls and they literally said, this is the worst fucking song I ever heard in my life. I can't even hear what he's saying right now. Bro, two weeks later, that shit was the biggest shit ever. I was like, bro, I would never judge nobody else's music. I would never judge nobody else's music. I do not know what a hit is. All I know is I just make the beats and y'all put the music out and y'all promote it. Yeah, how good are you predicting if something's going to be a smash or not? Uh, like when it really, I mean, you've done a lot two of work weeks. with Sada. So you, like, okay. Two weeks. Mm. Two weeks. I judge everything off that band game process, bro. Like, I ain't going to even lie. Like, with the, with the whatever I say song, bro, literally two weeks after we dropped the CD, bro, that shit was on everybody's Snapchat, everybody Instagram. They just banging that shit. If you, if you see that shit within two weeks, bro, it's gone. It's out of here. It's yeah. out of here. Damn. That's fucking... I can't... I mean, I've heard... I, I don't think I've heard a song that started at nothing and blew up without me thinking it was going to blow up. Mostly because, I mean, I don't listen to too much Detroit rap, to be honest with you. Like, I, I, I scramble around a little bit. Obviously, Scoob, I listen to like crazy, but... There wasn't a, like, I didn't think Slide was going to take off. I didn't think Activator was going to take off. I didn't think a uh, whole lot of chocolate, I 0% thought a whole lot of chocolate was going to take off. I, I knew my, I liked all the music. I was like, this is sweet. I, didn't, I wasn't sitting there going like, oh yeah, shit's about to blow up or some shit like that. It didn't cross my mind. Do you have a knack for that where you can literally predict it now? Or do you have like a, a system for yourself to how people explode? Because, I mean, you are like top charts as far as like, you know what I'm saying? In Detroit. All these artists are getting major, a lot of their views off your name alone. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Yeah. Uh, you could kind of hear it. Like, you could hear it and be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be one. But sometimes you can't hear it. I mean, no, the only thing I hate is when, like, artists, like, try to do, like, something different. Like, they could be like, oh, this is going to be the new wave. you be <laughs> like, bro, no, 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 bro. That same first song we liked, just keep doing that, bro. And that's, that's low-key, like, the one of the, like, like my vibe in the studio, why people are fuck with me. Like, when people be going, like, people get bored, and they always, because the artists record thousands of songs. Like, so I, like I personally know Sada got at least 2,000 songs he ain't released yet. Mm -hmm. So, like, you got to think, like, he's always going to be doing new stuff, new stuff, new stuff, new stuff. And I'm like, nah, bro. Nah, I ain't going to say him specifically, but just any artist I'm in the studio with. No, bro. That first song that we made, and that bitch was a banger, keep making that. <laughs> just keep making that shit, bro. That's what people want to hear. That's all they want to hear. Yeah. How are you handling your social media? How are you handling all these artists that reach out to you constantly trying to trying to work with you or trying to tell you they're the next big thing? Um, 
Are you like a t- dude who doesn't even give a fuck? No, like just shut up, bro. Unless you're paying me type shit, don't even talk to me. Or like, are you? Man, what's crazy at the point I'm at in my career is like the the money don't even really matter because like mm. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna produce on some of the biggest like CDs and and I still DJ and do like artists like uh shows and shit so it's like shit i ain't thinking about that i'm more so i like we're gonna do art you kind of got to know somebody to know somebody to know somebody because i ain't gonna respond to the dms until you to somebody else probably end up calling me like hey but i mean i do miss out on a lot of great artists that way but are you more collaborative right now do you seek out kind of like who's hot right now and reach out do you ever do any reaching out to any artists that you think are popping or you would want to collaborate with yeah yeah um like estg ESTG, uh, I'm about to lock in with him. And, uh, Blue Blux Clan, that's they from LA. Draco the Ruler, hmm. about to lock in with all of them. Um, who else? I was just on YBN Namir CD. But even more so, I'm trying, bro, I'm trying to get big ass placements, bro. I aren't I mean, you with, like, weren't you on Little Yachty's album? Like, no, I wasn't on his album, but I did do a song with him and Sada. And I low key was just in the studio with, like, yeah, I mean, that's a, you know what I'm saying? Was like, that was that the song? Yeah, no, no, I did, uh, Corsa. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that's pretty fucking high up there. I mean I'm not gonna lie, you know what I'm saying? That's like that's already kind of a big stature right there to be working with him. And he's, I mean he's obviously, you know, pretty okay, pretty fucking huge, goddamn it. You know what I'm right. saying? Uh, nothing to understate. I, I mean most people who bring up the top of, uh, producers in Detroit, they're talking about hell of a R.J. Lamont. I mean even Jose the plug's kind of like popping off now too more so. Uh, but it's really you, you can only name really a handful, man. It's not really like too many you could just say, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Energy's like, energy's from Detroit, right? Yeah, yeah. they from Flint, but I mean it's the same thing. Yeah, you feel me? Like at least from around the area, you know what I'm saying. Uh, your name is still obviously one of those names that keeps you just hear it every single song. So how does the process go from you? Ma- are you just making a thousand beats and sending them off, or like how the fuck does it work as far as who gets your beats? How, how does like that even come across? I usually pull up on people. Mm-hmm. Like, it don't matter where you at. If you in L.A., I'm going to fly out there and pull up on you. Shit, I got these beats. Come on. It's 24 hours a day, though, for sure, bro. Because, like I'm saying, you're one of the only artists that I'm, I mean, producers that I'm hearing, like, on every single fucking song. Uh, walk people through, like, the life of a producer that is nonstop working, bro. There's some producers or anybody in any craft that just barely takes any time to do anything. You know like what I'm a, Well, like, like my my day is like, like, um, um. The hard, I ain't gonna lie. The hard part is, uh, I, so I got my kid all the, I got my kid all the, all the time. Boom, so boom, so I got this big dumbass crib, so I can make beats and she can run around. Or you gotta run around because I gotta make beats. But sometimes, she, but she never wanna just run around. She just wanna f- make beats with me. So boom, so the days I got her, that should be kind of hectic. Like it'd be like daddy shit. But when I don't get her, it's like I can go anywhere. Like literally, like. Where we gotta go? We gotta figure out like what's the day? Like today, Wednesday. I had this to do Wednesday, but if I wasn't this, I would have went to Cleveland. Well, I was gonna work a lot of mixtapes, but I usually just plan out the day, see which artists I want to work with, and I prepare the beats. Like I make all the beats before we get there, and then we fly to their city, and then we go in the studio with the artists, and we knock out as many songs as we can. And usually we're gonna do at least like seven or eight songs. I mean, if I do seven, eight songs with an artist, at least one of them will get placed. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you want to like like the full breakdown of like how I make beats and stuff like I um, I pick a day we pick a day and then I just make like 20-30 beats and then we take those 20-30 beats and we circulate them through the city where does your main inspiration come from from your sound um, listening to all these new producers and trying to keep up with them mm. who's standing up hmm? who stands out to you like as far as all the producers um Wayne, 
uh, I heard this new producer named Run It Up J. Um, who else? Uh, Jalen. Jalen go crazy. Uh, Pablo. Damn, I don't know any of these motherfuckers, man. These name motherfuckers I don't bro, even know. I met, bro, I met a dude that was 13. His name Baby on the track, bro. He's 13. I'm like, bro, my brother is 13 and he plays Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> is he actually circulated? Like, he's actually... Boy, he makes beats for... Like, bro, he made my last song. Like, the last song that I just came out with with Louis Ray and uh, Crispy Life. Mm. He collabed with me on the beat. Like, he make beats for, like, everybody. I'm like, bro, yeah. you're 13 and you're making these beats. Like, bro, like... But you got homework, but <laughs> no. Is he, is he from like, Detroit? No, nah, I think he's from like, I don't even know. He's from Western Michigan yeah. somewhere. But like, yeah, all these new producers coming up, like just trying to keep up with them. Like, that's what's just keep me fresh. Just listening to them, trying to keep up with them. I was really personal life is like, I, I, it's kind of on social media a little bit, obviously, man. Like having a kid too is probably really like, I think Hellevo was even telling me when he had like four kids, he was like, bro. He just told the camera, if you want to be an entertainer in the entertainment industry, you just don't have kids. Literally, he was like straight up face to the camera. And I, I know, I personally know a lot of kid, people who have kids and it's just like, bro, they just disappear, bro. Like they, they were like the biggest thing and then they just disappear. The balance is obviously tough. Uh, and, uh, you know, how much does it, do you, like not to get fucked up about it, but do you ever wish like, damn, wish I was just like no responsibility type shit? Like, do you ever, like no, 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 no. The cool thing is that my kid is getting older. Okay. So now that my kid is getting older, it's like, all right, bet. She can come with me. Cool. Cool. So, like, and she got, she got like, personality. So it's like, like, if she was in this room right now, like, she she could sit down and just play with her iPad. Or she'd be over in camera talking to you, too. Okay. Like, literally. So it, it, it's a balance. It's a balance. But you just got to, you got, you got, that, at that point, you got to, you got to know what you're doing in life. Like, all right, I got to do beats on Wednesday. Wednesday, got to be all beats. No partying. No liquor, no no weed, just beats. Cause I know I'm gonna have to get my kid on Monday and Tuesday, and then the weekend gonna come around. I'm gonna have to DJ, so you gotta get straight to it. You gotta got you got you got you gotta just zero in on what you're doing. But then you know it ain't that hard. It ain't that hard. Though. I mean, it is if you had like like a bunch of them though. But I only got one, so I was like, all right. Did it motivate you any more than you were already motivated, or like how did it did it balance you out a little bit more? No. It's like I was I was doing this before I had a kid. It's just more so like um what would you say? It's more so like um you got to all right, so like you got to have a crib. Like you got to you like like before the before this like I would like couch hop. Like I would just couch hop cuz it wouldn't matter cuz I mean I'm going state to state, city to city. I would just couch hop, but once you got a kid, it's like dang, you, you gotta have a crib because when she come over, she gotta have sort of sleep. You can't be couch hopping with your kid. So at that point, but so it make you get your priorities together differently. But no, nah, I've been turned, bro. And then like I, the the fact that like I, all right, so look, I I was a kid. My cousin was a star, so I've been a star since I've been like eight. Yeah, right. So like at this point, it's like I mean, I'm only living life for her. Like literally, like what else can I like? Let's be real. What else can I accomplish besides like a Grammy? It's not nothing else I can accomplish. So it's like, all right, I just need to be turned, lit, so she can see what type of like what type of man you want. Like you need to you need a turn, lit dude, just like your daddy. Boom. This is literally that's why I fight so hard for it. He's like, bro, like that's all I'm living for at this point. Cause I mean, let's be real. How many more beats can I make? Mm. I to make every beat for every rapper in every city. All that shit, bro. Like that shit ain't shit, bro. Like all your favorite rappers. Like bro, I make I didn't. At one point in time in their career, they was like, hey, RJ, I'm trying to be a rapper. 
And it doesn't even matter for you to like hit the next fucking biggest artist or no shit like that. It doesn't even fucking like you don't give a shit about none of that. Because the next biggest artist probably was a fan of those artists and they was already <laughs> like, oh damn, RJ, I always wanted to work with you. So it's like, I'm always gonna, I mean, not to sound like cocky, but like it's always gonna be kind of like work and shit. So it's like, shit, at least like turn up for my daughter, like, all right, Riley, look at this new car. Riley, look at these, like, you you want to know what Balenciaga's is? I'm going to show you what Balenciaga's is. <laughs> so it's just turned like that. So it is. So that's, that's how I turn up with my kid because, I mean, like, I'd rather do it for my kid than do it for a bitch. Mm-hmm. And that's just be, like, I ain't, uh, I do it for my kid first. Yeah. That, I mean, obviously, man, like, for me, relationships fucked me up when I was in, when I was in fucking, like, the mode where I felt like I was sparking off or moving forward, I felt like relationship was holding me back the most just because you you could be anywhere at the club working or shooting a music video or this or that, or there'd be girls there or just be like working weird-ass hours of the day. Because you're an entrepreneur at the end of the day. If you're an artist and entertainer, you're a fucking entrepreneur. There is no like, oh, I would clock in at nine, clock out at five type shit. So it was just too fucking distracting for me, bro. I couldn't handle it. No, you gotta date a lit bitch. Huh? You gotta date a lit girl, bro. You you just gotta get a lit girl, bro. You got you gotta get a type of girl, bro. I, right, bro I, I haven't heard about it yet, bro. I I mean, bro, lit. I can bro. predict this shit, son. I seen it with my bro, own eyes. I've bro, seen couples. Bro. bro, let me tell you something. All these social media relationships you seen, bro. I'm telling you, they never work out, bro. It just it is not. You can't be on social media with your girlfriend. I'm trying to tell you, bro. You can't be on social media and your girlfriend has her own social media thing going and like you got it. I, I, you can't. You're right. You can't. You can't. You can't. You because can't. you're both doing crazy shit that's like, damn, bro. Like, where but you, you got to meet somebody that don't want to be on social media. Exactly. Somebody completely off the radar. That like girls. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's bisexual? Yes. Yeah, that's what we're talking. That's what he's talking about. Why? So. Sweet. That's just the way to go. Shit, I think you doing shit. Bitch is going to be on your dick. They're gonna be like, oh, kid L. Yeah. So you go like, hey, baby. What do you think? Make her eat your pussy. Okay, let's rewind for a second. You're telling me to go marry a lesbian girl, right? No. No. This y'all freak. Okay. These bitches, these are, they have maybe groupies that are just good. Oh, I see. Oh, I can't even say that. This bitch bitch is just a groupie. This bitch is just a groupie. She's just trying to fuck. Right, right, right. I see what you're saying now. Bae, let's run this bitch real quick. She's just trying to fuck anyway. DJ Midnight. She's for the team. You know what DJ Midnight is? Or like how you do the poly shit? Bro, yeah. No, nah, but that's the, but the thing is, I, nah, I ain't trying to, no, we ain't keeping this bitch. This bitch gotta go home. <laughs> she has to go home. I don't know how he does that. And first of all, you ugly, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. I love you, I love you bro. You are ugly as hell. I don't know how every day with a different, like, you know, a whole situation going on, bro. That shit, especially producers getting pussy to that degree, it always blows my mind, bro. I'm like, how? You know what I'm saying? It's the energy. I got a lot of energy, bitch, and I'm on camera. You know, you're not even on camera. You take like one picture a year. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I'm getting better on it though. I'm getting better. Yeah, you're, getting, you're getting back in the game. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you just, you just gotta have good energy. You gotta have good energy, and you gotta have a bad bitch that will make any bitch that's staring at you eat her pussy. My God, I'm learning some new shit right now that I never knew, and I'm glad I'm learning it here. Uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna apply these methods and shit. Uh, you know, you, you lived the star life since you were fucking eight years old. You know what I'm saying? You already been through this shit. That's why it's so easy for you to adjust. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, it's nothing for you, man. Me, I still kind of want a little bit like of that feeling, like when I go somewhere and like some people, everybody knows what the fuck. Like I, I mean, I've been to parties where you're at, and I notice everybody like looks at you, whatever the fuck they notice you're there, or whatever. Oh, hey, that shit weird as hell. 
but it still happens. You know what I'm saying? I know. Oh, you're saying so. You're saying for me it would be weird. Like no, no, no. Like just in general. Like, like I didn't been like, like, like on the freeway, and people didn't been like on the freeway. Like, you like, what the fuck is you on? <laughs> they didn't. Then you were coming off the exit, and they came off the exit behind you, and they like, yeah. hey, can I buy a beat? You like, <laughs> you like, bro, what the fuck, bro? You don't like fame. Um, you got you kind of got to get used to it. it I mean, I'm, I'm used to it now, but it's like, I mean, you sign up for that shit. You just gotta realize you sign up for it. That's what you sign up for. So like, yeah. What's, what's the what's like the what's the downside to it for you? Um, I can't just go random places. Like like especially like because I like the, I, I be by myself. Like like I'm always by myself. So I can't just go random places. Like like let's say like like side mall, yeah. o- Oakland mall. Anywhere, the Somerset becoming hood as fuck, bro. I oh, went, yeah, yeah. bro. I went on the fucking uh, the rich people side. That used to be the rich people side. I went over there not too long ago, bro. I'm like, bro, I think I need a gun. <laughs> like, oh, I bro, know, I'm like, saying all that. I was just saying there's so, a lot of people. So like random shit, or like, like let's just say like somebody be like, let's pull up at this random ass bar. Like I can't just can't just walk in there. But then when you meet people and you tell them that, they be like, oh, you acting bougie. You are, but you're like, no, bro, hmm. I really can't just go in there. <laughs> So like, what's the turnoff for you as far as that? A lot of people fucking kill for that shit. What's um, the turnoff for you for like people coming up to you, approaching you, and just wanted to, you know, kind of be around your energy or even just connect with you on something? Um, I mean, it's kind of cool. Like, I don't, I don't do bad shit to people, so it's kind of cool. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I love it. I ain't gonna lie, I love it. I love it. I love it. People it's like call my name out when I, sometimes when I go to like like bars or whatever. People are like, oh, Kid L's in the building, and like I look around, and like nobody's like knows what the fuck's going. on Like who? And then I was like, oh, shit, can you not do that, bro? Like don't announce my name because I'm not famous, bro. I'm not at that level. But some people like it's weird because if you're in a smaller crowd of people who know you who you are, then you feel famous and shit. No, you need to uh, everywhere you go, you need to let people know who you are. Well, well, the thing is, I'm saying, well, I'm saying like any type of establishment you walk in, you need to let people know you are. So you get free shit. Oh, no, no, no. I know that there's ways to, like, you know, maneuver and connect and, like, you know, network and shit. But I'm saying as far as, like, that level, in Detroit right now, obviously, you go anywhere and people are... But when you go out of state, it's still the same thing for you? That's, yes. Yes. Everybody listens to Detroit music. It's like, bro. But it's crazier because it's like, I mean, you got to think, like, out of state, you're not from there. So it's a little, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little better. It's a little better being out of state. Out of state is better because you're not from there, like... Bro, I mean, I don't know. I mean, for me, like, uh, the smaller crowds, you know what I'm saying, it's fun to get hyped up, but obviously when people recognize you no matter what crowd it is or whatever, I don't strive for that shit, and, like, hearing you talk about it makes me less want to, like, get closer to that. It is annoying. I can see it being annoying sometimes, for sure. Like, even for people I'm around and just seeing, like, people just look at you weird or talk to you. Like, their incentives are wrong when they're talking to you. They want something. Yeah, they want. They're not Anybody just- to talk to you wants something. But if yeah. anybody to talk to you wants something, then what you gonna give me? I mean, before you even started this conversation, like, like, you woke up this morning, like, oh, I'm gonna call RJ Lamont and see if he'll do this. Mm-hmm. So what you gonna give me? Right. So you just gotta look at it from that point of view. It's a transaction for you at this point. Like, what's, what's, you know, do you still have that ignition with you? Whether it's like, the, I want to be the best in the world at this shit, or is that not even like crossing your mind anymore? Bro, I'm chilling. You gotta think all these fucking songs I made. Yeah. I'm fucking chilling. I mean, I can make new songs when I feel like it, but what artists do you connect with the most that kind of like just cross with? Um, bros, wait, can I say NBA players? Oh, for real? I, mean, I, I just feel it, like they're not supposed to be around. Whatever so I energy, I mean, music for just for right now because obviously, like, it makes. Right, well, like as far as um, 
Mm. Energy, anything, for real. I mean, the people you see me around is obviously because I connect with them. It's not because there's fucking any other reason besides that. Oh, I, um, I just started working with the artist Jug Harden. So I'm about to do more work with him. I, who else I'm working with right now? I just played some records on Sada City. That's what, that's like, I just went to LA working work, work with Sada. Um, we just did like a. Is there anybody I'm saying like do you like the, the those were the vibes kind of like bring out the energy in you or like when you when a certain artist comes into the booth is there a certain art uh, like can they bring an energy that helps you get more motivated or help you get more into it? But I like working with um oh yeah look 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 so I don't like working with so the reason I don't engineer no more is because I don't like working with um established artists when they come to engineer. Mm. I don't fuck with established artists when it comes to I only fuck with new artists when it comes to engineer because established artists are like mean as fuck to the engineer mm. they fucking yell at the fucking engineer all day so i don't fuck with established artists i only fuck you've with actually seen that or been a part of that i, I stopped and i quit bro i said i will never record another rapper again because they talk too crazy to the engineer like the what type of shit oh my god disrespectful shit what's the worst thing you ever heard an engineer a rapper ever say to you bro i just had i had someone uh, just tell me like bro. i've gotten away with some good i've gotten, gotten oh my god so listen when you're recording and you're fucking up the rapper is going to start talking so much shit to you, like mm. especially if it's like girls around and shit. They're gonna be like, "Ah, oh, you don't know what the fuck you doing. You you weak as fuck. Fucking record. I should come out there and beat your ass if you don't get record." Get somebody new in here, type shit. Yeah, you'd be like, "Bro, I'm not." But but like those be like established artists, like like big artists, like all the big artists because they 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 big. They already like, boom type shit. Boom. So I don't record big mm. artists. So with like newer artists, it's kind of cool because they kind of come in like they have respect for you when you come through the door. Yeah. Everybody else feel like that's kind of crazy though because if even the established artists should have that type of respect, it's not like who's making crazy like you know what I'm saying. Like, is there another level of beat makers out there that we don't know about or some shit? Like, no, no, no. no. It's just that all, all the beat levels that are at that level don't record because they know. Oh, they just stop recording. That's why I just stop recording. You, once you get to a certain level of beats, you don't record. It's someone else to sit there and record, and you just make the beats. Would, would people know some artists that you've recorded for, major artists that you've recorded for, like top of the line, that like you never even would reveal the information for, or like people don't even know that you worked with that person? No, you know, I, I made all, all the songs I made. I recorded all those songs. Yeah, but I'm saying like, is there ever a time where you can make you make something for a top tier artist or anybody, and like that your stamp does just doesn't go on, or the credit's just not there for? Man, what? I just produced on um, wait. Do you get confidentiality? I don't think it's confidentiality, but I just I mean, did you on, sign a contract? And it said, like, you can't disclose that you... It made... didn't say I can disclose it, but yeah. I do know that they took my tag off. Mm. But I just did two songs on a major project that's about to fucking go platinum, and they took my tag off. I knew they took my they took my tag off, yeah. They're going to give you credit for it, but they took your tag off? Man, I ain't going to lie. They paid me so much money that I didn't even care. Oh, shit. <laughs> you can't, even, even, you can't even say who it is? All right, give me, like, a guess, man. Can you give, give me a motherfucking guess, like, who the fuck it was? Um, Without saying it? Nicki Minaj. It was Nicki Minaj. All right. Fuck it, it was Nicki Minaj. All right, it was Nicki Minaj. All right, but I already knew. That's, <laughs> that's actually crazy as fuck. That's cool, though. That they, what was up, Nick? I just had a question for RJ. Mm. Who's the easiest artist to work with? Uh, any artist that just pip, rap on whatever beat I play. Literally just shows up and is like, that's fire, let's go. No, that just says, our RJ, pull up another beat. Our RJ, pull up another right. beat. Our RJ, pull up another beat. Our RJ, pull up another beat. Where they never just like, mm, this don't sound sweet. No, right. Like, well, the entertainment is like separated from stardom sometimes, though, because there's people who entertain or are producers or something behind the scenes more so that you don't even know 
who they are or anything like that. A lot of people stamp themselves like you stamped yourself, RJ Lamont. Everybody knows RJ Lamont because you branded yourself that way. Like everything you put out there, right? Um, separating that from reality and real life, how different is real life versus you know this, this the fame shit? But that's the hardest part to separate the shit because you live it twenty four seven. It's like, right, oh my right. god, is this really reality? And then sometimes you get to like smelling your own shit. Like, oh my god, this is fucking reality, but. It's it's hard to to, to to find that balance between being humble and realizing like I mean this is reality at, at some point like you are this person yeah so that that's like the that's the hardest balance is is trying to remain humble but also realizing who the fuck you are like you know like this is just what it is did you ever come to a point where you a lot of people are more on the trappy side or the side of like just total aggression. Or giving that attitude off when they kind of present themselves or present their brand. Did you always stay away from that? Or did you have a phase where you kind of went through like, fuck everybody type shit or like, you know, know your, know your limits with me or anything? Or were you just always like staying cool and as relaxed as possible at all times? Wait, rephrase that question. Basically, like some people come off as hard when it comes, once they get to a certain level of stardom, they come off as like very, what's the word? Violent approach type shit. Where like, Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That's why you. That's why you gotta know somebody. Know somebody to even talk to me because it's not just selling beats, bro. It's like, bro, I'm still gonna like, I'm still gonna do business with you. I gotta make sure that like, if this shit go left, you ain't gonna fucking try to just do some wild shit to me. So you gotta know somebody. Know somebody to even like, fuck with me. Like, okay, so like, it has to be a middleman. At least our first transaction, it has to be a middleman because somebody gotta be able. We have to be on the same page. Man, you got the motherfuckers are going out on yachts and shit, bro. And I'm just sitting in the back, just like looking at shit. And just like, motherfuckers are out on yachts, man. These fucking producers and rappers and shit. You guys get to experience this lifestyle. I seriously don't think, and I might be wrong about this, I don't think 15 years ago there would have been this many famous people or 20 years ago that could do this shit that artists are doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Just ex the experiences they get to have. I think they said the contracts are substantially larger, larger than they've ever been before for artists. Um, so to be in a part of it now, if you're, if you're a top tier artist or even a little bit of a lower tier, you can still have these crazy, crazy ass experiences. How often are you a part of this shit? How often are you a part of these like fucking wild adventures that they take you guys on? Uh, or you, or you even put yourself on, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and then kind of talk about like the surreal hey, well, you already been around it that's why it's hard to talk you know why you know why you suck because most motherfuckers come on this bitch like I was broke as shit you feel me I had nothing you feel me like I was nobody all my life and then all of a sudden some shit popped off you, but you were like in a situation where you already experienced it so none of this shit's no I man get the fuck out of here man what you doing man and hey, it's talking about me listen man I, I was I grew up morning when we on all like them little scourges and shit and all that crazy shit the number one thing I always realized bro enjoy this shit bro like mm. like bro you probably never gonna see no shit like this again bro fuck making beasts right now bro <laughs> i'm about to sit back i'm about to yes i'm about to just chill i'm about to really enjoy this shit right now like yeah, yeah i done did some crazy shit bro like we we was just in a fucking five-story mansion in uh, la for a month yeah bro i'm lounging in that bitch bro i'm in the pool and then nobody get in the pool but me. Black people don't never get in the pool. I got in the pool. I got in the pool and made beats. I said, this is what I'm doing today. I'm about to sit in the pool and make beats all morning. So, like, I just learned to enjoy it. Like, anything I go do, I just enjoy it. Like, enjoy it. Like, the first time I went to Vegas, I'm like, bro, I'm about to enjoy this shit. Yeah. The first time, anything, like, anytime it's like some wild, we on a yacht, bro, I'm about to fucking enjoy this yacht, bro. Like, 
I ain't about to sit sit in the back and just be like, oh, what, what's about to happen? Because you know, most people are just sitting in the back and kind of just be like, oh, I want to see what's about to happen or how it's going to work. I ain't never seen no shit like this, so they don't really like, bro, no, yeah. no, I'm jumping in the ocean. Just give me a life jacket. <laughs> The artists obviously get a lot of attention, but now, like, you know what I'm saying, producers and even directors are getting to stand out a little bit more. So, like, are, you know, are the females all, like, on the producers still? Like, is that is that a thing where, like, they well, get the same amount of... You know, I'm a DJ. Of... Well, yeah, DJ, sorry. So, yeah. No, 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 I'm saying, yeah. also, like, I make beats, but I'm a DJ. So, yeah. you got to think when most artists bring me around, they know, like, I'm a DJ. So, like, I bring the vibes, bro. I'm a, I'm a DJ. Yeah. I'm bring all the vibes, bro. We about to, yeah. like, you kind of... You know, most... I ain't gonna lie. You know, most artists are, like, weirdos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, like, yeah, I, I think so, but I think it's a good thing, though. Cool. Unless we're talking about like a no, certain like, type of weirdo. No, 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 not like that type of weirdo. I mean, uh, like weird, like, 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 like antisocial. Like most mm-hmm. artists are like antisocial. Like they, they just sit in the fucking corner and just be like, yeah. "That bitch ain't trying to suck my dick. I don't even talk to none of these hoes." <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah. So, like, I bring the fucking party, bro. I bring the bot, and you know, most. They be drinking lean and shit. Like, I'm bringing alcohol, bro. Yeah. I bring the alcohol. We take the shots, bro. Turn the party up. And then, you know? Yeah. Then, then you could come in and be your antisocial ass, and it's cool now. Yeah. When you already, everybody already knows who the fuck you are. You can act like a dumbass, and people still fuck with you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But if you're a dumbass and nobody, and you come into some party, then you just that get the fuck out of here, guy. You that know what I'm saying? Weird, the angry dude in the corner. So most artists yeah. just call me like, shit. I got this fucking yacht, bro, RJ. Yeah. Where you at? Pull up. Yeah. Pull up type shit. But the, like, it's crazy. So your your cousin was turning you up since the age of you. You already been through that bitch. But like, when you, when you were young, 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 okay, did he like be like, all right, hook my, you know, get get all the bitches around my cousin, you know what I'm saying? Like, treat him like God type shit. Or was it, was it like that for you when, when you were around him? Like, did you feel like God or did you feel like I'm untouchable type shit? Um... Wait, what you mean, like untouchable? I'm saying like not untouchable. Literally, I'm saying like when you were at these parties when you were younger, man, was like was everybody giving you the attention? Like, oh yeah, that's, that's the little boy. Like how how to how to run now? That's fucking crazy. I was 13 in the club, ain't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you went it's through these experiences crazy, at this age that most motherfuckers don't experience that shit. Oh, I got one. I got a way to. Now I would like. Yeah, like, how, how, did, how do you ask my question? No, like, so like I would be like like when we would be at home and shit, he would be like like we would, we would be, like you know he'd be like he'd be like. What you would do if you was in the club and I show up how I danced on a girl yeah. and then like yeah take me to the club like hey hey, hey go go do what you told me you was gonna do with that girl <laughs> right I would go over there and do it bro every time yeah. and they would record me every fucking time yeah that's what I'm saying so, you were you were already getting these early ass experiences I like RJ what age was it when it stopped being like a like you little kid shit and when you're like oh okay adult shit like, yeah. did it feel like you started getting the hang of doing adult shit um. Not too long ago, when I uh, started working at strip clubs. Yeah. When I started working at strip clubs, bro. When I started working at strip clubs, I was like, "Oh, so this how life work? This is what people are really doing." Yeah. And then, like, when you really start paying attention, you're like, "All right, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get yeah. it." But you didn't even have to pay attention to any of that shit growing up. Like a lot, you know, with the strippers and all that stuff. You already. I'm lost for words, man. I'm lost for words because he was experiencing shit at such a young age. Again, that I probably won't experience till I'm 35. All right, RJ, I got a question for you. What up? Can you get L on a yacht? Nah, you're not getting me nowhere. No, I'm not. Listen, I'm not trying to fucking go nowhere, bro. I'm not, I like here. I like this. You like this? I like this. No, but I can bring you to a party and, man. Nah, listen, man. I'm not. My, listen, first More of all, that. this is this offensive as fuck because I get bitches. My thing is that this is the thing that tripped me out, okay? 
when my name kept sparking and sparking and sparking, like to the point where like, you know, micro shit, whatever, but still I can go somewhere and people are like, what up, right? It's like, I felt like I could slide in DMs way easier, bro. I just felt like it was gonna be easier. Like, hey, what up, you trying to hit, like, you know, chill out, whatever the fuck. And then it was still, still like. The, you gotta get a blue check. Bro, nah, man, ain't about the blue check. Here's what I'm trying to say. I know I can slide into a girl's DMs and talk the talk and then, you know, we end up whatever. That, but damn, bro, come on, bitch. Like, can we cut this conversation in half now? Because I'm already, like, you know that I already, I'm this guy. This wait, is yeah, I was trying to ask a girl not yeah, to Yeah, so no, no, listen. No, say, get wait, again, wait, let's wait. cut the shit out. Wait, you know working in strip clubs, you hear everything a guy says to a girl to try to get their attention. So it's like, oh. And then, then you hear the ones that worked on them. And you're like, oh, I'm going to just say that. Shit's working. I'm gonna just say that it worked for her. It worked for another girl. Yeah. But oh, go ahead. as far as sliding the DMs, yeah, I get I get what you're saying. So like, yeah, yeah, no, you you gotta have a blue check. If you that blue check, it's the blue check, bro. You gotta you gotta send the eyes, bro. Send the eyes. Yeah. Once you send the eyes, you on from there. She she responds, you on. Any girl that you DM that you want right now, you could you could DM and she'll just pull up on you. Majority that you actually would want to hook up with. Um. I mean, they at least will want to hang out with me and see why everybody's saying, or just figure, just because you got to think like you don't even know what beats I made. Anybody <laughs> like it's not it's not just just like a, a girl like any anybody anybody that I, that that like is gonna want to just hang out with me one time just to see like what the fuck is the the catch like it's like mysterious kind of in a way mm. type shit. So yeah, uh, that's crazy as fuck, bro. RJ's dating tips. RJ's dating tips is basically. No, bro, if I gave you dating tips, bro. Get, I, get a blue crazy. check, basically. Nah, it's not about dating, bitch. See, everybody's confused, bro. And all these motherfucking podcasts. Let me make something clear. It's not about the bitches, bro. It's about the fact that it it should be easier and less time consuming to just have to talk so fucking much, bro. Yeah, you just gotta know what to say. You're saying the wrong shit. Come on, I'm not saying the wrong shit. We don't have me DM. This is how I DM. This is the step by step guy, right? So I'll be like. The first thing I'll do is reply to a story. She'll have like a cat. Oh, what the fuck's your cat's name? I don't give a fuck. Then when she tells me the next shit, I'll be like, oh yeah, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Whatever the fuck, what's your phone number? That's pretty much it. See, you know, you gotta like like seven pictures. Mm-hmm. I don't do all that. All shit. you do is you tap like a couple times, then and then you gotta send the way. eyes. The the eyes like yeah. um the serial killer eyes. No, the double Listen, eyes. Right? Yeah, double eyes. Yeah. And when she responds, you say, you fine. Yeah. When she responded to that, she already want to fuck because she know you like her. So you're just saying a, th- a message a thousand bitches with the with the eyes. Have them go through your profile to see who the fuck you are, and then and then it's gonna work out from there. Oh my god. There's only aunties in my DMs, bro. It's somebody's mom or an auntie in my DM every fucking day, bro. I could put I can literally show it to you right now. They're like 30, 40, 50 years old. You feel me? That doesn't make any sense to me, bitch, because I know you're not listening to anything I'm listening to, and you don't even understand the scene. You know what I'm saying? You guys are taking up all the, that's what's happening. It's the fucking rappers, bro. I have a dilemma. I'm not even a rapper. You look like one. <laughs> you got the dreads in it. You look like a fucking rapper guy, dude. But I be thinking people think of a rapper when they meet me. You look like a rapper 100%. You got the dreads, you got the tattoos, you got the chain. You know what I'm saying? Like it, Fucking rapper. You got, fucking rock star. All right. That's a little bit different. Uh, my favorite, my favorite, I was going to say my favorite artist right now in the city is obviously Scoob and Peasy and uh, Vezo and... Honestly, the underground, like, if you want to skip all those motherfuckers aside, I really, it's hard for me to pick too many artists right now that are not top tier that I really actually listen to. I, I, and I try my, my best, bro. Like, 2G Scoob is one of them, and IMB Tay and stuff like that. Are there any of the younger cats, like, young, not known that you think should have the exposure, but they don't have the exposure yet? Um, yeah. Um, 
about this is we're gonna miss somebody. If we miss somebody, they're gonna tell me why you ain't say my name. Let's talk about artists past Detroit that I like. Okay. So the top artist past Detroit that I like is um ESTG, like who else rap like Detroit? Uh, I like Jacksonville. I like everything they do on Jacksonville. Like I wanna work with all of them artists out there. They should get more exposure. But as far as Detroit artists, um Alright, give me one then so that way nobody else feels like totally left out. Like alright, he only named one person, that's fine. Okay. Um I've been Damn. working with Jug Harden. I've been okay. working with Jug Harden a lot actually lately. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to do this whole next project. Did you did you guys re- how'd you reach out to him or did you guys collab- or like decide to collaborate or how to work out? You paid? Bro, we was at this fucking lit ass party, bro. It was <laughs> no, literally. Yeah. Literally, bro. And I ran into him and he was like, shit. I'm trying to work. I'm like, shit. I'm drunk as hell. But I'm trying to work too. He was like, bro, I'm, let's work. Boom. He gave me his number and then called me the next day and we locked the shit in. I did his whole city. I did his whole next city. Yeah. Well, that's Jug Harden, man. Shout out to you, bro. I think there's like two artists that I look at right now that aren't getting the exposure they did. But at the same time, some people are just not working hard enough. You know what I'm saying? Working 24-7, bro, uh, as an entertainer is the only way you can really, really succeed. You know, I already know from my experience that, like, what I'm doing right now is getting me to, you know, smaller areas. But if I put in that effort, like, 24 hours a day, then obviously, like, shit skyrocks for you. So I can't even, like, say that there's any artists underexposed right now. You know what I'm saying? But it is a debate. Everybody's always going on Instagram saying, like, y'all ain't supporting me and I'm underrated and all that type of shit. I think people be thinking about the wrong shits. Like... More so, like, just focus on building your own fans. Like, it don't matter about who's supporting you. If you got, like, a core group, it's like, bro, it didn't even fucking matter. Every time I dropped a song, my core group was going to give me these views anyway. Yeah. So, as far as, like, underexposed, like, I mean, it's just going to keep growing. More more collabing you're doing with other artists. This is what people need to do. Just, like, work with other people. You need to get outside of, like, your little comfort zone. You need to work with other artists. When you tap in with that artist, you're going to get his fans. He's going to get your fans. Now y'all got twice as many fans. Y'all might gain some new fans that was just like, shit, I just see two rappers on the song type shit. Mm. Is Instagram still a method? Do you think that's going to be growing or declining in the future for exposure for artists? Do you think there's something new people should be hopping on? Or how do you feel like an artist should go from the the bottom to the top or, or even make their own brand or name? Man, that's what's great. Like, like fucking with these labels and shit, I figured out, like, bro, th- nigga, bro, literally. I got a text message yesterday that said, hey, do you know any artists that's music is starting to pop off so we can blow his shit up tomorrow? Mm. So, like, that shit is really a push of a button. So, it's like, like, man, that, that shit is all smoke and mirrors. That shit is all smoke and mirrors. These these artists be industry plants, bro. Like, they just be knowing somebody to know somebody and they just blow their shit up. But, like, as far as, like, if somebody, like, like work real hard, then it's like, um, you need, like, you'll know in two weeks if your shit bubbling in two weeks but you still need somebody to push that button so you still need to know like when these industry niggas that just be like alright when that shit get to this I'm gonna push the button your shit gonna blow up type shit that's so that's, a, that's like a real thing though that like they can just like fucking sign you and basically you're set yeah you get a promotion <laughs> and stuff when you sign with a label and stuff. fuck promotion bro it just happens. No, it's not. It's not <laughs> true, man. <laughs> That's not true at all, man. You can't just say that. Hey, delete that, man. He's making up shit now. <laughs> He's saying random shit that does not exist. Okay, the only person I saw that with on the micro micro scale is Baby Trump. No, no, Baby Trump got promoted like twenty four seven on one platform and fucking look. Come on, man. 
Oh shit! You, oh shit! Both my babies. Yeah, I agree with you on that. It's true. It's true. I'll tell you. I'll tell you after. <laughs> so little, I was at this. I was at this one meeting one time, and then like this nigga, uh, he walked me in this room, and when he walked me in the room, he was like, "Yeah." This where we blow up all the TikTok songs. I was like, <laughs> "There's no way." <laughs> Are you making our shit even serious right now? They, you walked into a room and they literally told you like, "This is the whole lineup right here." Like, Bro, this is where we blow up all the TikTok. What were you signing those papers for the other day? I didn't really get to read too much into it. All right, so you can't even talk about it. All right, I see. Yeah, how yeah. major is it in your career, though? Like, how as far as moving yourself forward or whatever? No, what's crazy is like, um, it's not even like I uh, signed nothing crazy. I ain't gonna need a cap, bro. I didn't sign nothing crazy, so I just uh, I had I had already had a deal, and my deal had expired, and I had just re-signed my deal with mm -hmm. a different company. So it didn't. I mean, I get it. I get it. But oh, it's yeah. like, damn. Why y'all gave me credit five years ago when I signed this deal? Type shit, but hey man, you do you get what you deserve when you fucking get what you deserve. You feel know I me? Mean? Like that, that's always how I look at shit, some shit. Because what if you weren't that sweet at that time? I mean, you were, but like, what if you weren't as sweet as you were not? I mean, but I feel like if anybody in Detroit just signed a deal tomorrow, they'd be like, "Oh my god, this person is amazing." But it's like, bro, I've been signing deals. I started this, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of people who talk about getting signed and all this shit, bro. Listen, man, let me tell you something, bro. I don't know if I should actually say this, but man, I heard like Ethica signed like a peanut butter jelly sandwich the other day. Like I just keep hearing this name Ethica. No, that's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. You want those crazy? So PK, so PK, so PK. So so every record label, you gotta think about it like this. All right, so any record label, it's um, let's say they got Rihanna, Drake, Nicki Minaj. They the top. They the top five percent of all art. Those artists pays the bills for the entire label. Like everybody, you got to think they make it so much fucking money that all the rest of the money don't even fucking matter, bro. They don't, they do not mind just giving you a fucking million dollars, bro, and just writing it off on their taxes and just saying if you ever blow up, we own you type shit. Oh shit. Yeah. So, so pretty much, if you blow up off of their label, then like you're fucking pretty much locked in. No, nah, but they they shelf you like they sit you on the shelf and you would never come out. But if you just randomly come up with like a hit record, they still got tabs on you. Right. Yeah. I heard I heard about that happening in Detroit actually, like with a couple of artists and shit, like. But it don't fucking matter because the fucking top 5% of all the, all the artists are making so much money. They don't even fuck, bro. They're making fucking billions off of them. Yeah. What the fuck is thousands? I remember, like, people telling me when I would, like, mention names in Detroit, like, that per they'd be like, that person doesn't have a million dollars or that artist doesn't have a million dollars. But I was like, bro, they're going to, like, how many shows a fucking year, like, and how many features they're doing. Yeah, like, these guys have to be, like, hitting the million dollar mark. They're blowing this shit, though, like, designer and, like, the lifestyle, though. Yeah. I mean, some people say that shit, but most people just be blowing their shit. But, like, did they get it, though? Like, they, do you see that money coming in for rappers and artists that are like, they probably did make a million? That name, like, just uh, whatever, just say PZ, just to say a name, but not to actually, you know, put them in that position. But, like, mm. are these guys hitting the, that million dollar mark? Or is that, like, um, kind of cat? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I could, well, not not to say, like, specifically just that artist, but, like, I'm as saying. far as, like, all the Detroit artists, yeah, people, they're giving out real deals now. They're giving out real deals, man. They are giving out real deals. These are these are not little fake deals no more. It's like what? Dude? I need some of that. <laughs> like for real. Don't play with me, bro. I made I made all the beats. Uh, the producers 
Is there like a co- is there like a community for you guys that we don't know about? And like, like, there is some directors that me and them got like a group chat type share, like keep close, and we we like, you know we communicate often. Like, do you guys have that own thing, or do you just stay so totally solo and don't even give a fuck what any, what everybody's doing? Mm, yeah, yeah. W- once I started working with like like major artists and shit, like um, all the producers collab. It's never one producer on a beat. Like I've never seen one producer on a beat. Once I started getting to like the top tier level. It's always three, four, five producers on a beat. Yeah. Is there a creative energy or something that kind of comes between two producers or even two artists that you can kind of feel or see uh, beforehand? Or is it how, how do you how do you feel going into a studio with somebody that you have like generally great vibes with, especially another producer? Is there any competitive level to it as far as like you know what I'm saying I know who you are, you know who I am, or is it just like let's lock in our thoughts and ideas and shit like that? Hell no, you know something I don't know. Hmm. No, when I see another producer, it's like, oh shit! Can you show me what you know mm. so I can do what you can do? Yeah. Do you get that same? Does it come back the same way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Directors is kind of weird, man. Directors out here, like, there's like this fucking barrier, bro. Like, you don't really see directors working together. It's it, it happens, like, okay, you could say like Jerry and like Kiefer work together, but that's not the same thing, bro. I'm talking about like. You don't see the guys who are shooting a majority of the films in Detroit like actually collaborating with each other, but you do see producers collaborating and artists collaborating with each other. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of why I was asking because it's kind of weird to see why is it with producers this work and why is it with directors? There's mm. a, there's like a wall kind of like yeah yeah yeah, back the fuck up. Yeah, I can see that. Well, yeah, I can see that because then. Uh yeah, I can see why directors would be arguing. Because you only need one person to shoot the video. You probably need one person to edit it and one person to shoot No, nah, I mean, you got a director, you got a cinematographer, you got a lighting guy, you got a guy who just understands the creative direction. You know what I'm saying? There can be... Some, bro, when you make a movie, bro, you know how many fucking people there are that like know certain areas of the movie, like certain shit, how certain shit to, should work? But all these rap videos be like trap shit. Just hold the camera right here. Oh come on, man! <laughs> yeah, we're talking about. Well, wait, listen, man. In Detroit. Well, the majority is rap videos in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? They, I just always notice a certain significance where it's like, but why you motherfuckers should all be working together? Because you, I, I was just even if there was like a big ass artist, you, your cinematography is good for that artist, but his ideas would be better for that artist. You two motherfuckers need to get together. That's what I learned from being out of town all the time. Mm. When I be out of town. I usually just be like at another producer crib and we just be making beats in his house. Yeah. Literally, like just making beats. Just making beats with somebody else. Outside of, you you said like it's hard to separate yourself from like fucking RJ, you know what I'm saying? Everybody knows me type shit to my regular life, but on a regular, like on a regular life when you can do what the fuck you want to do with your time, what do you, you do you only make beats? Because I feel like that's what you're about to say. Do you only make beats even when you got your own time? Nah, bro, I be partying, bro. I'm lit, bro. I'm yeah. turnt, bro. <laughs> bro, everything you ever wanted to do in life, I've done, bro. And I, I do it. Like, literally, literally. Think of something that you want to do next. And, like, literally, like, right I now. I want to start an OnlyFans account. I got one. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Why'd it happen? Let's not talk about my OnlyFans. Come on, man. I, I, what you want to know about my OnlyFans? What you want to know about OnlyFans? Why? All right, so look. With OnlyFans, a girl is always going to make more than a guy. But, um, yeah. You just gotta you your shit just gotta be better than Pornhub. Cause why should people come to your shit instead of going to Pornhub? I got a guy? billion reasons why, bro. Cause I'm a, a Pornhub. I mean, I'm an OnlyFans subscriber, son. Like I got like 15 subscriptions right now as we speak. I, I got can... like 600 or 700 or some shit like that. No, no, no. I'm saying I got. I'm subscribed to them. Oh. Yeah, nah. It's a different son. Like you're people. Wait, you have 600 subscribers? Man, bro. It's cause it gotta be entertaining. Once it's entertaining, like it gotta be. It gotta be better than Pornhub, literally. But it's like, damn. How does a conversation happen between you and the girl that's okay with being on the OnlyFans? 
She has one too. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn, we're missing out on this. All this fucking. It's a collab. Yeah, it's a collaboration. It's a collab. Yeah. Boom. Jump in. Did that shit change? What, what, how did, did that change any trajectory for you or anything? Like, what changed after you made the OnlyFans? Um, no, no, no. I made the OnlyFans because the uh, collab star made one, and then I was like, shit. How much money did you fucking make? Oh shit. Let me repost these same videos type shit. Boom. So I reposted those same videos and I um seen how much money I made and I was like, shit. So but, yeah, that that is like a bro, it was crazy. Man, it's crazy I figured that out. But it was like I was already working at strip clubs. It's like, I mean, I'm already working at a strip club. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> That's completely different, RJ. Working at a strip club is you work a motherfucker. Like, but being on camera naked is a different, different story. You know, bro, like, you, you ain't never had no videos that you just didn't like your homeboys. Like, bro, look, look, look at this, bro. I, no, I've been on, I've been naked on camera. Yeah. What? You can get paid off those same videos. No, I'm not trying to do all that though. I'm saying like, I wait. Why, why am I? I'm, let's, let me not get into this, man, because we're gonna get too deep into this hey, rabbit hole. RJ, do you ever have a girl do, do your tag in the middle of the video? Ooh, RJ. That's brilliant. But you gotta think, we're, we're on camera, so it's like, you can set the scene. Yeah. It's a scene. You can be like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Action. Do you, get, do you feel like you get a lot of creativity potential out of it? Like, creative potential? How am I mean, get no creative potential out of it? Bro, if you see the shit this guy posts, bro, there's no creative. No, it, it is different. I'm not gonna lie. Nah, but, uh, man, yeah. I get, boom. So, like, damn. At the studio, there's a lot. You can make some narrative stuff. Be like, oh man, I'm making this beat, and this girl's like, come over, and then she just like heads over to your house. Yeah, bro, Reddit has like the section, bro. It's like kind of yeah. crazy. No, really, that's the type of shit. That's the type of shit that make money on there. That's what I'm saying. It got to be better than Pornhub. Mm -hmm. So you have to do shit like that because that's what the people on Pornhub is like. I mean, all you gotta do is act better than a bunch of fucking porn stars. Which is hey, so this is like the scam. Hard. Listen, bro, this is like his OnlyFans scam, bro. It's not a scam, but like basically, like you sign up for this bitch's like OnlyFans, right? For like twenty, thirty dollars. Nah, bro, it's like there's nothing. Like, she's just wearing clothes. I'm like, come on, man. You feel me? I just spent $30 on this shit. You know what I'm saying? No, that's why my shit free, and I just charge you for all the videos. Okay, so you do that shit where they, you message them, like, yo, you want this shit or what? Nah, I just post them, and people just buy them. Oh, for real? I thought, okay, yeah, so there's a system too, also. If you guys don't know, people can, you can send people videos and they can unlock it. It's like 15 Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, them, 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 we're not about to give the OnlyFans sauce out on them. Uh, that's what happens. I'm part. I'm no, buying. I'm somebody. a purchaser. No, crazy is I met somebody and then they, it's like a, it's like a it's just like Instagram or YouTube or anything. It's a system. Yeah. It's like you got to be active, man. It's crazy. It's like you, a whole job. You just hire somebody to do it or some shit at that point. If it's that kind of weird to hire somebody to edit your <laughs> like, video. Need a stunt double. <laughs> not no, even that. Not even that. But look, did they have a dude editing your videos? Like, bro, that was kind of. I didn't like, even bro. say all that. I said to manage your fucking profile, not to fucking make your video edit your videos for you. No, what the fuck you talking about? No. no, I'm talking about literally like somebody manage the fucking DMs for me because that's too much to deal with, bro. You know what I'm saying? I can, man, only, you can just mass send them. Oh, you can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys got you got you know the system from the outside or the inside. I know it from the outside. Okay. Yeah. Now it's not. It's a decision I probably would never make. I did have a picture of me sucking Cash Doll's titties that I really wanted to put on there, but then I she got a boyfriend, so I was like, I'm not crossing the line if I do that. What's shit. the worst you can do? What do you mean? Like, what's the worst that can happen from you starting one? Starting OnlyFans and having a picture of me sucking Cash Doll's titties. I don't know. No, not that. I'm just saying in general, oh. just starting one. 
Um, I think there's, two, there's one thing, major thing. You're probably wait. Actually, you're right because they still Hollywood people do have OnlyFans. Hold up. Not even just that. Kim Kardashian. You're watching me. Why are you watching me, bro? You're on some gay shit, bro. And if you feel any type of way about me, it's like, bro, you're watching me. Why are you watching me and telling me that I'm on some weird shit? You, you're watching me. Fuck a bitch. Okay, but listen, it does limit certain opportunities because some people won't hire you because you've been naked on on the internet before. That's the that's the discrepancy of who. It's people with tattoos. On their face. It's people with tattoos on their face that get hired. Ray J? Nah, man. Wait, wait, no, wait, hold on. <laughs> you guys are both saying stupid shit. Hold on. <laughs> so hold on. You can't listen, bro. You can't be on Nickelodeon. You could have been on Nickelodeon. I couldn't have been on Nickelodeon. You could have been on Nickelodeon. I'm telling you. You look like you could have been on Nickelodeon, but now you can't be on Nickelodeon, man. That's about it, honestly. Yeah, you can't be on Nickelodeon. That's about it. about not being on Nickelodeon. My daughter doesn't even watch Nickelodeon. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. All right, maybe I'm overthinking it. I don't know. It's, it's nothing bad that can happen from it. Then once I realized that, it was like, oh shit, it's nothing bad that can happen from it. I mean, I'm just sitting here complaining about life. You feel me? Man, life is so fucking great. I know life is amazing, but I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? The like the difference. I feel like I just got so much more time before I get to where the fuck I need to be, and I feel like I'm feeling the energy now a little bit, where it's like, damn, I can sense that I can sense that shit, like what mother motherfuckers have been through. So uh, I'm just I'm just kind of thinking about it, you feel me? But um, what's the, what's the plan right now? Right now, I, I mean, like it's hard to kind of gauge you because it feels like right now you're just in it to support. Like it's not really about the lifestyle for you anymore. Like that that kind of has come to a close where it's the thing that you wake up for. Unless I'm wrong, I mean I don't know. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting though. Uh, you you kind of right, you kind of right, you kind of right, but not not like like I'm just like being like bro, like I'm over it. It's like I'm like in it, like yeah. I live it, like it is my life. I've dedicated my whole life to it, so it's like shit. Yeah, but I also know the perks of what come with it, and I enjoy it. Yeah. Was was is there a wild ass experience that stands out to you throughout this whole fucking time you've been in this shit? Um, shit that just like breaks your brain every time you think about it. Um, let me think. Of, let me think of one. Let me think of one. You gotta give me like two seconds just to like gauge. Like. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think too. I, I I can't I can't say the artist's name, but I okay I can't even say that either. I can say this though: a female artist has literally like kissed me off set before, which was crazy because I did not expect it at all. Like I had zero percent thought she liked me, and I don't care. She's not gonna see this shit. You know that, Nick. But basically, like, we were shooting, and then we took a break, and everybody left the room or whatever, and then she, like, hugged me, and I hugged her, I was like, all right, cool, and then she's, like, she looked at me, and she's, like, uh, I was, like, oh, I looked at her, I was, like, what? I don't know why I wasn't thinking, I was, like, what? And she's, like, nothing, if you don't want it to be nothing, and I was, like, oh, shit, and I took on my mask, started making out with the bitch, it was crazy, I didn't expect it at the video shoot. Oh, oh. shit like that? All right, boom, so. Oh, anything, yeah, but yeah. All right, so boom, so I'm DJing at this club, but this club is about to close, and I'm about to go DJ at another club. So while I'm DJing at this club, this girl is feeding me shots. I'm like, fuck it, I'll take them. So this girl get drunk as fuck. She get drunk as fuck. She like, RJ, what you about to do? I'm like, shit, I gotta go DJ, bro. I gotta work, bro. I ain't even own that, bro. I was just taking shots because I was in the club, bro. I'm about to go to work. She like, no, I'm trying to go with you. I'm like, bro, are you trying to go to my job? And she like, nah, bro, I'm trying to go home with you. And I'm just like, bro, I don't have time, bro. I gotta go to work. She like, what's up? I'm like, shit. Want some car dick? <laughs> so she's like, yeah. So boom, so boom. So um, we get to my car and shit, and 
30 seconds into her getting in my car, bro, she just starts slobbing me up. Necking me up crazy, bro. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Why 20 seconds into that, bro? She just throw up everywhere. Uh, all over everything I had on. All over my car, all over my. It's just throw no. up everywhere. Just uh. throw up every fucking weird, bro. And I still gotta go DJ the next party. So I walk into the next party. Ugh. Why somebody be like, Ooh, it smell like old mildew in here. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, it's me. That is fucking disgusting on every level, bro. <laughs> Why did you go to work after that? You didn't think to call off work or some shit? They had paid me a deposit. I had to get the back in. <laughs> you could have used the stripper showers. Goddamn, man. <laughs> the strippers, like, did they show love to the producers when you guys were there? Um. Yeah. I mean, everybody kind of showed me love, for real, for real. Nah, man, I'm, so, talking yeah. about, I'm talking about, like, are you, like, like to them, like, is it, like, is it, like, something for them? It's like, damn, RJ's here real quick. Let me, let me, let me, let me raise up the energy a little no, bit. No, what's crazy is that, like, I worked the strip club so long, you got to think, like, majority of all these strippers, they made so much money with me. So, they're, like, they, like, fuck with me. Like, mm. even if, like, not, like, 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 outside of anything, like, nigga, they made so much money with me just off me DJing in the club and someone throwing money because they're like oh RJ in here type shit did you get to learn about the stripper life and the system of it like how do, like, how the fuck is it like how much do these how much do these strippers make man like is it bro, that shit is fucking crazy bro I had worked at a strip club that was the only strip club fucking open right after the pandemic like thing so it was like bro this shit was, and it was during the uh, the PPP shit and all the EDD and all that shit bro this shit was fucking crazy I remember one night bro somebody went They, I ain't gonna say somebody like the whole club in general went through Five hundred thousand dollars. When I seen that shit, bro, I said, "Oh my god, oh my god, yeah. bro!" And it was crazy. I remember looking at this text message from this one dude who was in one booth, and he was like, "RJ, play my song four times in a row. I'm about to throw fifty thousand." I said, "Oh shit, <laughs> this is a whole different kind of lifestyle." Yeah. And from there, I was like, "Oh, I get it. I get it." You get why you were getting paid how much you were getting paid and you get why these rappers are getting paid how much they're getting paid to perform at these places and stuff I like that. I get it. I get it. I get it. Man. I get it. Bro, that shit is fucking crazy. Yeah, I forget what fucking artist was saying it on a podcast. He's like, I don't understand how these artists are hopping on planes, private planes to go to shows in California. Like, He's like, how are you guys getting private planes and all that shit? And I was like, I don't think it's that big of a deal anymore, man. No, you got to think at the club they go work at. Bro, the club go fucking there to make a million off that dude, bro. Yeah. It's like it ain't shit to get him fifty thousand. That's what he, he was saying. Million. I think it was one of the um the Wu Tang brothers. Yeah, it was one of the Wu Tang brothers. Was like, I don't understand how they get these thirty thousand dollar private jet flights. But I kind of did the math one time. I was like, bro, there's like so much money in this motherfucker. That's not a big deal. Like for two days to have an artist for two days. You know what I'm saying? How much money comes in and out of these motherfuckers? Oh fuck. Yeah, the strip club owners. I don't even know who the fuck the. I don't know who owns these strip clubs, bro. I never met a strip club owner before, but they've got to just be these fucking rich ass, not even in the country ass type shit. I mean, I, I don't know who the fuck they are, but I mean that shit is fucking great, bro. I ain't got nothing bad about the strip club, bro. I love that shit. Uh, I would do that shit every weekend for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> What's more, what do you enjoy more, like hosting, or do you enjoy actually just sitting down and making music? Mm. I just, I don't know, I don't know. I like to, I like to have a job. Like, I like to, I like to wake up and know that like I gotta go do a job today. So like, whatever it is, if it's hosting or if it's making beats or if it's something, I just wanna, I just wanna work. Cause I mean like, I don't know. Yeah. All my friends be working and shit, so like, <laughs> I wanna work too. I don't wanna fucking sit at home and just. 
Just sit at home. Do you have friends from like that aren't even? They're not even obviously not even in the industry at all, whatever the fuck, and they just live like we we can what you would consider just like a normal like you know nine to five type shit. Yeah, yeah, my homeboy that I hang out with every day, he uh he uh uh a trainer at Lifetime mm. type shit. Yeah, I mean I know I notice a lot of artists like especially from Detroit is like you know what I'm saying they're the, they're the stars of the whole fucking circle. You know what I'm saying like they're the guy and like everybody else is kind of just there type shit. Some of them try to be rappers. Somebody ain't really doing shit or whatever. They're just kind of like, you know, lazing around or whatever the fuck. Or some of them just live normal lives. But, it, you know, you can see it breaks some relationships or like hurts some relationships. Um, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you're at that stature where it could hurt, but did you have people around you that was kind of close to you that were getting in the way or kind of like making you feel funny about becoming more successful? Yeah, but as I got older, I realized that like they wasn't, bro. You just got to realize that life is more than just about like just me. Like it, it ain't just the RJ show. Like other people got lives too so like once you learn to like work with other people then like you, you see like when you get older and then people come back around you be like man it wasn't even that deep it's like yeah, you just gotta learn how to deal with people you just gotta be a people person and just like everybody nobody really got bad intentions they just got their own life too right on oh and like the other batteries right there on the table I think where uh should be next to the T probably oh, yeah but I was in some bad situations that I shouldn't have been in yeah. Like it was some people I should have been around. Like a lot of people I should have been around. Like on some on some like gangster shit? Yeah, like I was just a DJ. So it's like why are you hanging around these gangsters and Yeah, nigga, you could get shot too, bro. This shit is real. You could get shot too. Like bro, like yeah. Like nah bro. So I just stay away from that shit, bro. Like I, know, I ain't like, got nothing to do with y'all beef. Stewie was telling us about like the Jack Harlow situation and basically I think the DJ is the one who ended up like getting in a shootout with somebody on on stage so it's like I mean they're part of this shit too you know what I'm saying it's not just like it's not just like the rappers are involved anybody who's around the area when there's somebody who has bad blood with somebody or some situation you're gonna get you could get caught up in something but you don't seem like the type of dude to get caught in the mix too easily uh, how are you getting in the situations that you were saying like you, you shouldn't have been in uh, I just that's another thing that made me like a really amazing DJ is that I just I just I just I know everybody so I know the room so if I'm in a if I'm in a club DJing and these people have beef with these people I know to just play these people music don't play these people mm. music but if these people like these people might not even be in a club it might just be a club full of these people if all these people is in the club just play their music bro or like if, if you don't know who's in the club don't play none of that shit, bro. Cause you, who has time to be in the mix of all that shit, bro? Like you really gotta understand what you're doing when it comes to this DJ and shit. And that's what that's the main reason I last so long. Cause like, you know, I'm gonna keep the party lit. I'm gonna play your shit, and I ain't gonna have niggas in this bitch fighting. Yeah, you can read the energy of the room, and you can kind of read the faces and know what to do and how to kind of delegate the whole night. So pretty much you like direct the whole I mean that's what the DJ does I guess right It's like you you direct the whole yeah, show Yeah but these DJs here be trash bro I be seeing DJs playing op, <laughs> They play an op song Then they play another op song Right back to back And I Like I went to a club And like That shit happened like Four times in a row And I'm just like What are you doing You know what they said I don't know It's just hot music And I'm just like bro And this is the reason why I get paid this And y'all get paid that Literally mm -hmm. just that reason alone Literally I never even thought about that You could literally be playing like two guys who hate each other's fucking music at the same like playing Biggie or Tupac at the same night at that time in the 90s or whatever but like that does that cause confrontation in the actual audience or in the actual in the actual people who are around uh yeah 
What happens? Like this is really Detroit, bro. I'm you saying what this happens? Really this shit, how, how you be feeling when you be rating people? Like when you be rating people's songs, don't they be get mad at you? Yeah, bro. That dude in the other room, man. He was fucking shit. I reviewed his music. He's like, you know who I am, bro. And he wasn't happy to see me, bro. I didn't expect it, man. I was like, damn, bro. I thought you were just mad on the internet. Listen, listen. I had a situation one time where someone paid me. Listen, someone paid me a hundred dollars to play their song. Mm -hmm. Someone else walked in the DJ booth and said, bro, here's three hundred dollars. Cut this shit off right now. I said, what you want me to play? He said, anything but this how did that play out i cut that shit off bro i ain't about to get in the middle of y'all shit bro this ain't got nothing to do with me bro i'm just a dj but that's getting in the middle if you cut the motherfucker off though isn't bro you it? want your hundred dollars back okay yeah i just made three <laughs> that's just still scary son because that guy could be like no it is though but that's why you kind of got to read the room and then like like, yeah. like we're being like a little bit more popping it's like People like people will hold me a little bit more accountable than like just such and such DJ that's just DJing this party and he just playing this. Like, he don't know, he's just a DJ. Mm. They consider me being in the music, so I know. So it's like, bro, nigga, I know, nigga, I know, bro. Don't play none of that shit, bro. I will walk up to DJ booth. If I'm in the club with artists, I walk up to DJ booth, like, bro, don't play none of that shit, bro. Cause ain't nobody got time, ain't nobody got no time for this, bro. I'm trying to turn up, fuck with the hoes, and go home tonight. Yeah. It, gets, it can get complicated. That's like a whole side of the story that motherfuckers don't know about. These motherfucking producers, <laughs> our DJs and shit, are living that shit. You know, I didn't, like coming from an outsider, I don't even think about shit. Like but that. it's kind of like the, with the cameraman too, bro. Let you shoot a disc record. That's happened to me before, bro. And I've been a major artist actually reached out to me to shoot a music video for a person that I fuck with, like as close as you can fuck with anybody. And he said, "I'll pay you to shoot." And I said, "I said, bro, you know that that's not gonna happen." And he didn't even read my message. Because you got because you know the room, bro. You know how to yeah. read the room. It's the same thing with DJ. It's like when, when someone walk up to me like, bro, hey, play my song. It's you annoying as fuck though sometimes because it's like you can't even say sh certain shit because there's like how lo how loyal are you when it comes to saying shit that would is a, oh you not, don't have it's to be not, loyal. It's not you got to think about this. You don't have to be loyal at all. They will fuck your bitch. These same artists yeah. will fuck your bitch. Right. So you don't have to be loyal, but you just gotta read the rooms. Yeah. Just stay out of, of everybody's business, bro. This ain't got yeah. nothing to do. None of this business has nothing to do with me. And it's a thousand other songs I could play that ain't got nothing to do with none of this beef. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, you just stay out of the fucking mix, basically. You yeah. don't, you don't, get, don't get yourself wrapped up in shit you don't know about or you don't want to know about. Yeah, exactly. It, it's a, it's an interesting thing, man, when you're affiliated with certain people and there's certain like things that if you do those certain things, then it's just like it don't matter how close we are. That shit, that shit gets wrapped up, which sucks because... From my raising and stuff growing up, I don't I don't believe in none of that shit, bro. Like I don't really believe in beefs. I don't really I know the only circumstances obviously somebody killing somebody, that's major. That's and that's usually what it's about. But there's also other shit that's just like, bro, come on, bro. Like I can't be picking it's fucking crazy, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. And it was even more crazy, it's like, um what the fuck I was about to say about that shit? Um be, people 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 beefing and then being get caught getting caught in the middle of that it could be over a bitch it could be over like money a little bit of money it could be over like at, like just stupid little things that i'm like bro i don't want to have nothing to do with that but oh when people ask me to play this song in the club like if someone walk up to me and be like hey bro play my song the first question i ask them is bro this ain't no diss song is it mm. they say no i say bro are you sure this ain't no diss song Say no, and then I can play your song. But yeah, I don't fuck with this songs, bro. Anything they got like like beef songs, all that shit, I stay away from yeah, all man. that shit. They got nothing to do with me, bro. It, I ain't got shit to do with me, bro. I'm trying to fuck with the hoes, get drunk, and go home. Yeah, man. The 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 whole being a father thing, obviously, where like <laughs> that had so now it's something to say because now it's like easier to kind of gauge a certain point in your life where like 
things did shake up obviously right it wasn't just like oh yeah, i'm having a kid there's nothing because this is a whole new experience you're not you were used to being famous but you weren't used to having the responsibility of being a father how old were you when you, had, when you became a father or how many years ago was it uh she about to be four okay she, so she's her she three and a half yeah so that obviously shook you up a little bit did it shake you up did it did, was it something that was like damn like did you realign your did you realign your thinking a little bit with your career Mm, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, not really, not really. It just, it kind of just like became like what it was. It's just what it was. Like, all right, yeah. you got a kid. Okay, take care of your kid. But it ain't like I, I was already like deep in my career. So it was just like, I mean, she's just a part of my career now type shit. Mm. Like, so she's just right there. That's why like we fight so hard for because like she's there. Like she's literally like it'd be weird when she not. It kind of would be weird when she's not around. So like. Mm. People like pay attention. Obviously, like I got a I got a weird message about you the other day. It was like, it was a really I don't know. It was so random. Oh, it was basically like, I said that you were gonna be on the show, okay? And then somebody was basically saying like, oh yeah, isn't that that dude that bitches about his baby mama all day or some shit like that? And then I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I like dug a little bit. And I was like, oh okay, I guess like you 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 kind of have like a little bit of relationship stuff where it's like it is on social media a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why how, why are you comfortable with putting it out? You know what I'm saying? Like why are you comfortable with letting people know about it? Oh, because like um, if it was to go left and like like let's say like she was to say I did something to her. I need a record. You need to, you seen this, bro. You you seen where I was at, bro. This is public record, bro. Because they always going to try to paint it in the picture of a female at the end of the day. At the end of the day, they're going to always try to paint it in the picture of a female. So it's like, if this was to go left, bro, like, no, no. You seen what I said, bro. I said what I said, and this is exactly what I said. I showed you what I showed you. This is exactly what I showed you. But I didn't do what you say I didn't do. Right. So, and it's all public record anyway. Like, anything I showed you, bro, that shit was public record. You could have Googled that shit, bro. If you knew my real name, you could have just Googled it and you would have seen the same shit. So, I ain't, I ain't doing no wrong. Everybody got big mama drama, though. It's just that I put my shit on the internet because I don't give a fuck, bro. You know everything else about me. Right, yeah. Did it, like, I, you know, I, I think it's interesting, man, because if you look at a lot, like I said, there's a lot of celebrity artists or whatever the fuck that basically they get into these confrontations on, like, for like Rocky Bad and Risk Taker, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit where it's, Clearly, always confrontational is always something. You can see it helping in some ways. You don't give a fuck about that, obviously, though. You know, like, oh, this is going to help my career. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, I just know that at some point, she's going to be like, I need you to get these motherfuckers on my business. Here's your child. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's pressure, basically. It's just pressure, like, yeah. I don't want no, I don't want nobody in my business. I want to live a low-key life, so get these motherfuckers on my business. And that's usually what happens all the time. She just brings the child back every time. I feel like it fucks like social media up a little bit though when it gets too deep. You know what I'm saying? Like where people are looking at you besides from anything else but who you are. Do you do you even like does that cross your mind at all? Do you like give a fuck that people might be like, oh damn, this motherfucker's like talking about her? Like, I don't give a shit about that. I just do, care about RJ. Do they even know what beats I made? That's a good point. <laughs> give them but, something but, to fucking talk about. You talking about something? Yeah. Well, I, guess, I was at a club this past weekend, bro. I've never got that much attention in my life. I'm like, oh shit, these motherfuckers don't even look at. This shit doesn't affect you. It affects it, it. It affects a lot of people though. A lot of other people, if they do do that, then it affects them a lot. You know, if you go around talking about certain stuff, I've done worse shit in my career. What do you mean? Like, I I've taken so many L's. Like taking an L about my daughter ain't a bad thing. Right. I take an L for my daughter, bro. I didn't take way worse L's. As far as your career is concerned, I don't really remember any like major points. I mean, 
Lay something out, bro. Like, what could be, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, you didn't That's what I'm saying. There's no way to take an L when it comes to, like, fighting for your daughter. Like, right. how can you take an L and you're fighting for your daughter? It's like, okay, I look stupid, but still got my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> fuck 100%. you, nigga. What the fuck do I got to live for? I'm only living for her. So it's like, shit. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like, you feel kind of, in some degree, you feel invincible to some degree. I mean, you already established yourself at a point where, like, Nothing can really take you off or, or, or take you down a notch or anything like that. What you gonna do, cancel me? No, not hell not, not over some, not, <laughs> not over something like that. But there's a lot of artists that do get into mixes of certain things or certain subjects they'll promote on their page. And then after a while, motherfuckers are just like, bro, we don't give a fuck about that. You know what I'm saying? They don't give a fuck about that. Like, even some of these like celebrity relationships, after a while, you see them, you're like, damn, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Keep it about you. You know, but you don't give a fuck. That's my whole thing. It's different. Uh, yeah, because it is about me. Yeah, it's my story. This is literally my story. This is my story. Yeah. Literally. Man, this shit. Man, fuck, what are you going to say, man? It's part of my story. I can't do certain shit. I can't get away with certain shit. I feel like if I did certain stuff that other people did, bro, I'll be. I feel like I'm already at the point where, like, you know what I'm saying? Anything can happen and just knock me the fuck off. My, any little momentum I have to make it where I'm trying to get to. I feel like any little stupid thing. I can say the N word out of nowhere. All of a sudden, like, oh, shit, kid Ellis, that's it, bro. You. Sh-. I mean, you said the N word. That's rap. If you say it, yes, yeah, and it could happen because the only reason it could possibly happen is because I'm hanging around with motherfuckers that say it 24-7 and then I'm saying it and I'm just talking crazy fast and then I'm drunk and I just end up saying it. You know what I'm saying? But somebody could have a camera and it's like, oh, that's the end of your career. Bye. So there's always moments where people, anything can happen to fucking anybody, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not in that position that you don't give a fuck. Like for you, you're not even... But that's what's crazy. What, what my following love about me because I don't give a fuck. I mean, yeah, clearly, bro. You got an OnlyFans. I mean, you've been on naked on the toilet on Instagram before. There was a funny-ass story that hasn't been released yet from Stewie about uh, somebody stealing your phone on a bus on tour. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah fucking stop. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, anybody that ever met me got a crazy-ass story with me, bro. I, let me com- I'm going to combine that clip and this clip because, because what I'm saying is, what the fuck happened? There was a dick on your phone? It was your dick? Bro. bro. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's fucking random as fuck, but yeah. So they was using my fucking phone for the GPS. Well, tell me, like, to set the scenario, like, where were you guys at? What was happening? We was driving somewhere far as hell with some rapper, bro, and I was fucking drinking lean, and I don't drink lean, and then I fucking fell asleep, and then they had my phone for the GPS, and then dude went through my text messages, and then he went through my pictures, and then he posted my fucking news on fucking Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it was like fucking uh, Phil's in the front. Yeah, you're getting mad. Bro, I'm like, bro, chill the fuck out, bro. Yeah, that shit was yeah. that shit was weird. But I was off a lean, bro. So just think, if you're off a lean coma, bro, I was fucking sleep for like five hours. Yeah, so was, that shit was just on my fucking timeline. Like people was unfollowing me, bro. I lost at least like ten thousand followers. Wait, <laughs> legit ten thousand. So wait, I think it was Lou Graham who did it, right? No, yeah, no, no, it wasn't Lou Graham. It was uh, it was Duck. It was Duck. It's uh, he was driving. Duck was driving. Yeah. So yeah. he fucking took your phone, posted your dick on Instagram. Somehow you didn't get banned by Instagram but then you lost like 10,000 followers that minute bro that's fucking random as hell the fucking Stewie was Stewie was fucking there bro. yeah that's why he brought it up he was telling me like the funniest story he's ever like been a part of in the whole shit and he's that's like crazy that I was a part of that story <laughs> bro I got some wilder ass stories like anybody that's been around me got like some wild ass fucking stories Bro, just tell me she some shit. One. Tell me some funny ass shit, bro. Like, tell me, tell me the the life of a fucking producer, famous ass producer, bro. Um, um, damn. I, I, How I, I, I only got that highlight of the artist kissing me. I'm not. I don't really got too many crazy stories to be honest with you, bro. I I don't think I've been around enough things to be in any crazy story. 
I'm trying to think. Uh, like one time, I was just off some random shit. I was in a hood that I couldn't, I shouldn't have been in, and uh, <laughs> pretty much almost got shot because the art, like we were at a neighborhood we weren't supposed to be in, apparently, and the artist, a nemesis or whatever, the fucking whatever, came outside and said, "Why y'all on the side?" And then the dudes I was with, they weren't strapped at all. And I was just standing there looking like, bro, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get shot right now. Like, and just for like a $300 music video. And I'm just standing there like, okay. that's not like a funny story. I'm looking for like a funny hype story. I can't Yeah, I was about to say, bro, I, I got stories like that. Like, I'd have, I'd, have been in, I'd have been in clubs where people have died. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, bro. Like, whenever I do like rap shows, I'm like, oh my fucking God, another fucking rap show, bro. I'd have been in clubs and people died. Like, mm. bro, I didn't, never mind. But yeah, let's get to the, yeah. let's get to the fun, <laughs> the, the fun shit that's, that, that's happened. Bro, I like, think. I remember this one time, um, we went to a fucking Shoreline Mafia concert and we fucking met these two girls and they was the biggest Shoreline Mafia fans ever. And Shoreline Mafia just happened to be in the studio with us and shit. I'm like, oh shit. They're about to come back to the studio with us. And then, long story short, they sucked everybody dick. It was like 30 people in the fucking studio, bro. They was <laughs> they ran through the whole team, bro. I'm like, oh my God. And they was not done yet. They was not done. Are you good? Bro, they was not done. No, 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 no. The craziest part is that my homeboy introduced them to me. And, my, and, and they didn't want to give my homeboy head. He was like, bro, I don't want to give him head. So he was so mad the whole night. <laughs> Damn, Jack. That's as pretty as crazy as it gets. Like, so two. It was just two girls, though. It was just two of them. It was like fifteen rappers in there. God damn. They got badass workers. The, the motherfucker that was paying for the feature got some hair too. You know, you know the random <laughs> rapper be like, I'm about to get a feature from these niggas. Yeah, man. God damn. Shit, yeah, that's pretty hard to top. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think you top that one. <laughs> I can't top that shit. I feel like if I was in that circle though, I wouldn't. Have, I would have hopped out. I can't do it. I can't. Oh, I can't. I can't live a little, wait, wait. So we all seeing each other's dicks getting sucked type <laughs> shit. It was like I was going to the studio and everybody come take turns. Like what the fuck? What? Oh, she just, they were just bopping around on the couch. No, 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 no. It was like a car, and then somebody would get in the front seat, back seat, I'm about and then to say, hop yeah, that's out, cool. hop out, hop yeah, out, yeah, hop that's out. Damn. damn, that's some shit. They, they get that car detailed afterwards or not? It wasn't my car, bro. <laughs> it was your car? No, it wasn't my fucking car. <laughs> Man, that fucking thing had to just smell like dick. Obviously, <laughs> what else could it fucking smell? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty out there. I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I mean, I, man, I, I'm really trying to think, bro. Because your shit, you guys live this lifestyle. I, I haven't experienced that. I went to like one... Like, I've been to a strip club before, obviously, a few times, a lot of times. And, you know, it's fun and everything like that. But you don't get, I don't know, man. I see, like, I watch videos on Instagram. Oh. Everybody just getting all these bitches hopped up all over them. I got a crazy crazy. story to happen yeah, to me. So this one time I was hanging, so this one time I was hanging out with this girl. And um, I, I took a nap. And my homeboy paid her to fuck. Yeah, you didn't know. No, he told me right afterwards. Uh, yeah. And she was just cool with it. She was just cool with it. Right at that, right at that moment, she was just like, you want to smoke another blunt? Yeah. How much you get him for? Wait, y'all shouldn't tell the amount, should I? $400? I heard it's like, man, listen, man. I heard like it's either $40 or $400. I heard it's like the two. Or $4,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, I, oh, not how I'm, I'm, who the fuck is paying four thousand dollars for a stripper, bro? Nah, bro. Hey, no, nah, bro. It, it was three digits. It was three digits. Okay. It okay, was three okay. digits. That's close enough. Clo I think call girls get paid that much, but they like spend the whole day with you and shit like that, and they're like supermodels usually or some oh, shit. Oh yeah, they're high class. But it's not. It's not even. It's. It's like. Yeah, I can't, bro. I, I, first of all, I've never paid for sex. All right, I, I give myself that honor. All right, motherfuckers, like motherfuckers talking shit. I have paid for a lap dance one time. That was crazy, bro. Because she was like, she's like, I don't get naked, but like, she ended up naked. It was crazy. I don't know. I, she just, she was turned on by me. She wanted three hundred dollars after, but Wait, she three hundred dollars after. She was like to me, I don't take my clothes off, so she wanted like more money. But then she was asking me, she do you want me, do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do that? Do you want me to do this? So she said, you just give me three hundred dollars, and you can. And I was like, man, I don't. This is not my life, bro. And I just left. I, I ended up shortchanging her too, bro. I was scared as hell leaving the strip club, bro. I remember she cost like 40 or something for two songs and I had 35 on me. 35? Yeah, I don't know what happened, bro. So I took out the money and I gave it to her and I was like, and I was like, damn, I hope she doesn't count it. <laughs> I hope she don't count it, gave it all once. <laughs> no, it was like it was like 10, 5, 5, 5 ones and shit like that. Man, I hope she's bad at math. And you know what was crazy? She knew right away. She held it. She's like, you're she's like, it's okay if you're short. She's like, you just tell me you're short. I was like, no, I'm about to go to the ATM real quick. Bro, I go to the ATM. It was talking about like 30% interest on the fucking withdrawals. So I was like, man, I'm not, I'm not paying fucking. So I just left. <laughs> but I was scared the whole time because I was like, what if she told the bouncers? And the bouncers start coming after me in the whip about this $5. About hours. this $5. <laughs> about $5 I was young, bro. I ran out on you. Yeah, I thought they were going to come chase me. My was, question was, did you believe her when she said she didn't get naked, the stripper? She wouldn't get naked? Yeah. Yeah, she was like, I walked in. She was the only white girl in the club, and I was like, I really want to like have a white... I've never been with a white girl my whole life. Right? I've been with black, with black girls before. I've never been with a white girl, ever in my life. You've never been with a white girl? No, at that time. At the uh -huh. time. Yeah, at that time. So I'd never been with a white girl. Why just be having hella bodies? I'm saying. Well, she was bad as hell, too. So I, so I walked up to her. It was the first time I ever walked up to a stripper. I had the... I don't... Man, the, my, my, the nerves in me, son. Like, I was not ready for it. I was like, I was like yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> I was all awkward. I was like, "How much is it? How much is it to like do stuff or whatever?" And she's like, <laughs> "She's like uh, forty dollars for a dance for two songs." And I was like, "Okay." And then I had to pay another motherfucker like fifty dollars to even get to the back or some shit. Oh my god! And you went to the back and didn't get your dick sucked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She was telling me she's like, "You just pay me." She finessed you. Yeah, I'm saying, but yeah. well, she said two songs were twenty dollars each. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. For that fifty, bro. Uh, 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 uh. It is going down, bro. You paid the forty ball. No, bro. I need at least one song, bro. You gotta lick it for one song. And those songs are. Fast I'm gonna hurry up and come. You ever go to uh, strip clubs in Puerto Rico? Oh yeah, Dominican Republic. Yeah, yeah, the bitch does. Yeah, 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 yeah. The bitch don't speak no English. All they know is suck fucking how much. What the fuck? I'll, Say I'll, I'm lying. I went to this place in Puerto Rico. And they got them badass bodies. Oh my god. Oh, that sounds. Like they don't speak English. They don't speak no English. Puerto Rican one spoke perfect English, literally perfect. She sounded like she was Ivy League and shit. And like this dude, she had a butt plug in. She was she was just grinding her titties on me and shit for forty bucks. I was chilling. I say y'all love adult entertainment. Huh? Well, listen, man. Like I said, it was my first time at the club, and I sp I spent ninety dollars, well, eighty five dollars, basically, to get it two dances, and and I never went. That was BTS, bro. I never went back. I that I've been to that, and I've been to the Truth. That's about it. And I, I think feel like anytime I'm hanging out with somebody, it need to be dancing going on in the background, liquor in the front, and us having a conversation meeting. That's a man. You, you live a different life, bro. I like I like secluded or secluded or whatever the fucking word is. I like it should be quiet as shit, 
and just listen to people's stories. Like, what the fuck happened to you? But you can still hear the dancers in the background. Yeah. Like, every once in a while, you just throw five dollars. And that, that's the only sweet part. Yeah, they're in the front, yeah, man. Just looking in the back, you're like, bitch, shut up. I'm trying to contemplate. Literally, but yeah. that's life. Yeah, that's yeah. Your life, your life is wild, son. I mean, you you live completely different than me. We're like opposite spectrums as far as party. When I do go to a party, I do get turned up. I'm not gonna lie. I drink like crazy. I'll be dancing. You know what I'm saying? But I can't. I can't make it a part of my life just because it's loud as shit. It's loud, man. You guys are loud, bro. Yeah. I know some DJs that make it like it's a chainsaw how loud this shit is. You guys, you know what decibel levels are, right? You know, like yeah, hearing. Yeah, I, I understand music. I mean, I'm it's saying, but like, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about like if you're hearing, though. I'm talking about like. Yeah, like I know it's too loud. Yeah, you know what's too. Bro, how do you. But no, the thing is that usually when you're DJing, the speakers are in the crowd. Right. You're behind the speakers. Yeah, you're right. So you guys don't, so you don't even know it. how loud it is. Bro, some DJs literally like will turn that shit up to the point where it's, bro, this is about 120 decibels, bro. But it depends how many people in there. That's what they, they just turned all the way up. But they, but like, it depends how many people in there. If it's a lot of people, that's cool. But if it's not a lot of people, it's too loud. It's but either cool. way, bro, the people in the audience are literally getting hearing damage because the decibel level that you can listen to 100 decibels for is 15 I mean, minutes. But you got to think. You ain't really saying shit to that girl you're talking to anyway. You're trying to get straight to the point. So it doesn't even matter. <laughs> I'm talking about drink another this. liquor yeah. and what we about to do. Yeah. When it's super loud, all you got to do is bend down a little bit and be like, what's up? And yeah. just like yell at them. And you ain't even going to just say it. Sign language. What's up? Man, shit. My finger game ain't that strong, bro. I can't be doing that. <laughs> Telling these bitches to come here like that. I ain't 007. <laughs> bro, but that's the thing about, like, uh, like when people we talk about people need to get their music mixed and all that shit, like, live music, no one gives a fuck. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. Like, at a rap concert, bro, nobody give a fuck what the music sound like. They don't give a fuck about the sound quality or none of that shit. Like shit. Regardless, you're it's, there for the experience. It's the beats, though. I mean, I the beats the beats come in. That's the thing that I think matters. But most. you're still there for just the experience. You're there yeah. to get drunk, fucked up, and listen to your favorite rappers say whatever they gotta say. You yeah, want that hype shit. That's all you care about. Yeah. Pretty so much. like, in general, quality of music don't fucking matter, bro. You ain't gotta get your shit mixed. You should. I mean, I don't want to tell people not to get their shit mixed, but that's what I heard. In this day and age, like the softwares are so insane and shit, and all the hardware is so insane that like. It matters a little bit less. It like doesn't yeah. break through. The microphones are fucking insane, bro. The beats are like coming. It's just about the vibe, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and once you get a mix, it ain't gonna sound the same, and they gonna have the same feeling. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what always happens. People are like, I don't like the way it sound mix. Yeah, it's like it can sound too stiff and stuff if it's mixed like crazy. Sometimes songs don't even need it. Man, yeah. I, I, at the club, bro. It just for me, I'm not even talking about what you're talking about. I'm talking about literally killing people, but like literally killing their. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh, right? bro, I'm deaf already. Fuck it. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. So yeah, yeah you went bro, through that we shit. We ain't even thinking about that shit no more. Like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah too much like, loud music, bro. That shit too fucking loud, bro. I ain't even listen to it. I got earplugs in. Do you still stay connected with Detroit? I mean, you're you're going across the country more, but do you still stay really close to the Detroit artists? Like, what's the relationship like uh, with most artists around here? Um. We we are from here, so you gotta think most of the artists I grew up with. Yeah. So it's like grow up with shit. Like, what up? What you doing? But um most of the artists be out of town. Like when I be out of town, I be with most of the artists. Was so, is there an artist you have built like a pretty good strong bond with over the time? Um uh, hold on. That's not my mom. But um shit. All of them really. When I be coming around, they all fuck with me. Literally, all any any artist. But for like, I recently just flew out of town with Sada. Like he um he was in L.A. and he was like, I'm about to work on my album. Come out here. Flew out of town with him. Um, 
And then I've just been reaching out to like new artists, bigger artists, but as far as like the Detroit vibe, uh, most of them come to the club. What's crazy, like, I, like, yeah, like most of them come to the club, so I just sit in the club all the time and just play the music. Yeah. I don't want to say who be in what clubs, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, most of them. Just, I swear to God, it's, like this is one Detroit artist where I seen this nigga for the past seven nights in the club, every night in the same booth. <laughs> he changed his outfit though, but every night for the past like seven nights, I'm, I'm like, bro. There's one, there's one bitch in that club that he's just trying to get to. He can't even pay her. He's not even taking his money. Nah, he be having seven bitches over there. God damn. <laughs> Why do the booths cost so much money, bro? It's literally like a thousand dollars for a booth and a drink, man. Like, there's no way around that shit. I mean, if you don't spend it with me, you are gonna spend it on these hoes anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like uh, one of the closest artists that I'm, you know, affiliated with. But honestly, he's the only artist. Well, you know, I know him for like seventeen years. Seventeen goddamn years, shit. Yeah, that's always like super cool, super cool. Like we um to the point where like you saw this from zero to top, to top type shit. Remember I did all the first I didn't do all the first records But I did like Dumbass All them records When yeah, she started like Popping pop that bro, one summer My favorite song That you guys did together Was uh, uh, Long Live YG Yeah know. like all that yeah. shit Yeah no, uh, wait. What happened with y, that YG track though? Because I know there was like something about it being getting released. There was like an issue or something like that. And even like I don't even think it's something like Apple Music or nothing like that. Like where they didn't get the rights to something or something like that. I don't know. I just know that was through. Um I don't know. I don't know about side of business. He got his own. Okay, yeah. No, well, it was pu- it was pretty public, but there was never any like full disclosure about what the fuck happened. But I knew you made the beat, so I was always curious. I was like, why the hell didn't that? There was something that was supposed to happen with that song to launch it even further. But, bro, but you I mean, low key, I ain't gonna lie. Like I had known him my whole life, but when I started working with him and working on those songs, it was like, oh shit, this nigga is huge. <laughs> Doing one fucking song with him, a fucking. Fucking change your life. You would be like, oh shit, nigga, I did one song. This shit just changed my life. Like, yeah. Oh shit. But it's like, bro, I, but I had remembered them from like, um, like being kids. Like, we, we we threw parties as kids and we was in the same group and shit. Mm. Wait, well, so when you say you knew him for 17 years, do you mean more like you just knew, like, knew, motherfu- knew the motherfucker, like, kind of their type shit? Or were you guys actually like close like, and like hanging out all the time type shit? Like, if I'm out of town and he in the same city and I ain't gonna stay, I'll sleep at his hotel room type mm. shit. Okay, yeah, that's cool. So you guys saw you saw the progression obviously there from the beginning. To, we're running through it a little bit, bro. I mean, obviously you were there from way before any type of shit happened for him, and then to the point where he became like a superstar. You know, he he was doing music. He was doing music heavy. He was doing music. With, and, um, he was man. I don't, I don't want to get inside of business, but Sada 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 was lit. Sada been turned. Not in his business, but you shared experiences. Obviously, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying like tell a fucking guy's life story. I'm saying like you guys. No, we we was in this little group. We was in this group, and we uh, threw parties together, and then like the group just didn't work out. And then when we dismantled and shit, like we still stayed cool and shit. And then like when he started popping and shit, uh, I was doing like uh, these college shows, and I I just reached out to him because I knew him. Like, bro, come on, come out here and uh, do these college shows with me and shit. And we stayed cool from there. But that wasn't like nothing major. Like I ain't helping me with that. Like they wanted him, and I just knew him. And then um. When I started, when I opened up one of my studios, the first day I opened, he came through to go to a different studio that was across the hall, and he seen me, and he was like, um, yeah, I need somewhere to record my album. And I was like, yeah, I'm trying to get on anyway. And we recorded that um, that album that, with the red cover. And when we recorded that album, Barty Yeah, Barty Yeah. 
when we did that shit, it was just like shit. I ain't gonna lie, that was enough. Just to, that was enough to last me for years. It was like oh shit, bro. I'm li-. And then I didn't realize how big the shit was. Like I didn't realize like oh these niggas really got deals. These are really major artists. Yeah. It was like oh shit. And I'm just like thinking I'm just the dude that's just hanging out in the studio and shit. And like to this day, like he still treat me the same like shit. Like I'm about to work on my new CD. You trying to come through? But I know what that means. Hell yeah, I want to get a bag. Yeah, I would make beats all day and night. That was a, a pivoting point, obviously, working and getting that exposure. It, it's kind of weird, though. I feel like you guys were at the same time, Ted Needham, like where it's like both at the same level of success at the same time. Or, But you're saying when you kind of re, got reintroduced, like he was already popped off at that point? Yeah, but you remember I said you got know somebody, know somebody, know me? Yeah. But I had already knew him. So like when I met him again, it was like, shit. Yeah. I think I already know you. It's crazy as fuck. That's fucking hilarious. I didn't. I thought you got. I thought what you meant was like literally that you saw. Well, here's the thing, bro. What does it look like to see that? That's probably the first time you've seen that, right? To see somebody from the bottom, like knowing them personally, and then seeing. No, I seen. I seen that shit every day, bro. Remember my cousin. I seen him when we was living in the hood and then we was living in mansions type shit. Oh, so you you didn't grow up into it. It was literally like he became... I went to school and was passing... I went to eighth grade and was passing out flyers of my cousin telling people like, oh, my cousin gonna be the next bigger rapper to going to school ninth grade mm. and at the first semester, I got to transfer to the suburban school. Yeah. And I'm living in a big dumbass crib now type shit. Yeah. So, but then like, you gotta think, like I did all the Dex Osama shit. Yeah. So I did all of those beats. So like I seen... And that was like huge... Then like like I did all the band gang shit, huge. Then like um, even the side of shit, that shit huge. It's like and then like like I had did that one song pressing, boy that song is huge. It's like a major song. It's like 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 we think of like songs that like you listen to like for the rest of your life. That's like one of them. Like, oh, yeah. like when I'm on YouTube, that's coming on every seven songs. Yeah. I'm like yeah. So it was just like I mean it was levels, but it was just like every year it was like doing better. Every year it was doing better. Do you and feel like Peasy? I knew Peasy too growing up, so like me and Peasy like real cool. So it's like shit. If I need a Peasy song, it, it might be like a hard question to answer. But like if somebody else was producing those tracks, you took a different producer and put him in those same situations you were in. This has like a decent caliber. Would would it, the success have been the same? Do you think like your tailored beats and the way you do things is also like fifty fifty part of why those songs become successful? And somebody else couldn't do it. I kind of think so, cause I, to this day I be wondering like, what 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 make me so special? Cause I know so many people. I I personally know people that's way better at beats than me, way faster at beats, way all that shit. So I just be thinking, no, it's just my vibe. People just fuck my vibe. They just want my vibe. They just want my energy. Cause what's the value of a beat at the end of the day? What is the value of a beat? It's no value. The value is in the person. Yeah. And then you could just get some beats with some sweet niggas and put your tag on them. Man. I mean, bro, you got to listen to your beats, though, sometimes. There's definitely something about them. It's not just like fucking, you know what I'm saying? It's like anybody could just... It's not like working at a tech office where he's like, oh, build this chair for us real quick. There's something behind it that's bigger than the music. So, obviously... Bro, but after 10 plus years of making beats, you're like, bro, how many fucking times could I put this snare right here? <laughs> <laughs> like, bro. From a creative... Do you feel the creative energies like those type shit? You act like it's like some, you know, like I said, some construction work for you where it's just like, I'm building this shit, but like, I feel like a lot of artists are, or people in the creative world are afraid to say they're creative type shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you feel that part of yourself? Like, I am a creative. Like, beyond. Oh, no, shit. no, no. When it's time to work, when it's time to work, when we get in the studio and the fucking the motherfucker change the light colors and shit and all that shit, no, it's time to work. Yeah. It's time to work. It's time to work. It's time to make a hit. We got to make a hit, bro. I'm only going to fucking make 10, 12 beats, bro. We, one of these songs better yeah. slap, bro. I need 50 million views on one of these <laughs> songs. I need this song to go with fucking diamond. <laughs> I'm saying, where does the imagination come from, though? Like, what's the source of the imagination? I already know what the shit supposed to sound like. 
that's what the fuck I'm trying to ask you, bro, this whole time. Because you know what that means, right? Like, the, there's some people, like, you, you, you are a creative. Like, yeah, I already know this shit supposed to sound like. Like, even if I come that, physically play the keys, I know what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah, it's supposed to sound like this. Exactly, bro. A lot of people, a lot of people just work hard enough to get where they're at. You know what I'm saying? They just work hard enough, but the creative, the creative energies are like not really there. It's just they were grinded. Yeah. But you are literally a creative because the fact that you're saying you can see shit and hear shit before it even happens, that's what makes somebody like a truly an artist. What I'm saying is, uh, if if you put producer A and producer and me in those in one room, it would take him 15 songs to get a hit record. It would take me three. That proof is in the goddamn pudding, Jack. Cause it's happened multiple fucking times, bro. Cause I didn't know what it's supposed to sound like. He'd be in there just like kind of stuck on like, like stuck. And I'm like, nah. When I first walk into the studio, I know, bro. You gonna be sleepy in about three hours, bro. We need to do this first. Now yeah. let's do this. Now let's do this. Yeah. Now listen to all of these and which one you like the most. Okay, let's shoot the video right now, bro. <laughs> Bring everyone in. Let's shoot the video. The cameraman is already ready. All right, we're shooting the video right here. All right, let's put this song out tomorrow, bro. Yeah, damn. That the, the creative mind, goddamn it, is not. The, there are certain people that they want to be creative so bad, and it just doesn't happen. Those juices just don't flow. You know what I'm saying? And there's some people where it's magnified. You don't see, see, my, like, see, my thing is a lot of artists, like they're street rappers, the ones who are really, really crazy good, bro. They don't realize. They don't even make it seem like they are creatives. They make yeah. it seem like they literally. I'm just going to the studio to work. Like, being an artist is just like being a, a draw. Like you could draw shit. You feel me? Like you're an artist, you draw shit. You ever been around a rapper with no personality? Not. Bro, I've been around. Listen, I've been around rappers with no. I mean, like zero personality. I can bro. name one, but I'm not gonna name him. Yeah. Yeah, I got one. He major too, but I'm not gonna name. Him, but he had zero personality, bro. And then as soon as the fucking beat come on, he just turned into the fucking rapper. He'd be like, "That's where the fuck was that at, bro?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're talking about the same motherfucker. I think we're talking about the same motherfucker at least. Cause, oh, is he from Detroit? Mm -mm, okay, Chicago, okay, Chicago, Chicago. I know the biggest out of Chicago ever. Oh, ever? Yeah. I think okay, but yeah, man. Uh, I that that shit. Well, you you know why it's hard to say that though, bro? I have a I have a belief that most of these rappers are are hiding it. Do you feel like he was hiding it though? Like, what do you feel like brings it out? Just the music playing and being and being an artist at that moment. That's nah, what I'm trying to figure out. I just think people would be shy, and you're just gonna. To not be shy. A lot of people just yeah. not. A lot of public speaking is the hardest thing to ever do in life. Yeah, that's one thing. When I met school was like the energy. Was, he was the first rapper I met from Detroit ever. Like where I literally met. Like that, I'm being that when I say ever, that was the first Detroit artist I ever met in my life. So when I met him, the energy was insane. Like you could. You, just, I mean, you wanna know what he taught me? How to control the room. Like, listen, after he record them songs and he come out and start dancing, the whole fucking room started dancing yeah. and shit. But you see all these niggas with guns in their hands just dancing. You like, yeah. this motherfucker know how to control the room. But literally, that's never happened again. I've been in thousands of studios, bro, for thousands of hours. Never happened again. And I've been with other major artists. Never happened again where there wasn't that energy there where it's like, damn, bro, everything is vibrant and fun and relaxed. Or it could be like intense and dark or whatever the fuck the mood that, you know, Scoob is setting or whatever. But I never really felt that from too many artists. But no, nah, but all artists record different because, like, they like, do. Like, like, damn. I record with Sada. Sada yeah, I know how Sada record. And uh, who else I record with? That's record funny. Uh, like, fucking Dex. Dex, he, um, he wouldn't, uh, the way he records kind of like, he just piece the song together. Like, he'd do parts of the song and then bring it together at the end. But that shit would take so fucking long that he would never finish no songs type shit. So like yeah, like on some Quentin Tarantino shit, basically yeah. where it, it all pieces together through like 
and then like somebody like Rio, like bro, Rio and them, bro. I just seen Rio, bro. These, bro, they put me on the sauce, bro. They do so many fucking features, bro. Yeah. Them Flint niggas do so many features, bro. They, they, bro. I, I done been these niggas then um set the studio up in the car, bro, and was out of town doing features in the car. That's fucking brilliant. Doing features in the car, getting out the car and fucking uh shooting a video. Because they're that fucking busy, right? That they have to just keep moving. Is that is that like the no? Because they had that many features to do. In That's that what I'm day. saying. Yeah, they were that yeah. busy. Like they're yeah. that busy with so many songs, they didn't have time to let me hop in the studio. They literally were doing. That's actually kind of smart, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn. What's no? Really used to be working, bro. I ain't never seen my work that much. Well, talk, talk about the process. Like, what's what's it like being with these uh, artists all the time and seeing these different processes? Mm. And how do you like manage it? Because if everybody's so different. You, you know, gotta be a people person. You got you gotta understand. Some people are like lit. Some people gonna want you to be in the studio smoking weed with them. Some people gonna be in the studio. They gonna want nobody in that bitch. Some people gonna want you to focus on recording. Some people gonna want you to do whatever you want to do. Some people gonna want you like you just gotta cater to your crowd. You gotta realize who you fucking with. Like everybody yeah. different. What's the most unique system you've ever seen of somebody putting a song together besides the real? I like artists that write still. I like when you write that shit all the way down and then just rap it one time. I like that shit. But um, Who's most right? of these artists just freestyle. Yeah, a lot of them aren't really. I, don't, I haven't been seeing like papers and pencils on the fucking uh, in the studio. phones. I seen Rocky Bad do it. She was the only one of the only artists I ever seen literally have a journal and like no, but I haven't even seen too many phones lately too. I think a lot of people are trying this that approach where you like you record a bar. And then they stop. Oh, and- let me tell you a secret. You want to know a secret? You mm. want to know a big secret? Mm. It's because they don't give a fuck about this music they're recording, bro. They're literally in this bitch's freestyle and they know it's fucking quantity over quality, bro. Mm. They know, oh my God, if I just say some dumb shit and I fucking shoot this video, I'm going to get a fucking million views and I'm going to make this much money. Let me go say some dumb shit. Let me say some more dumb shit. And I'm going to just sit there like, shit, I get a percentage of that anyway, so fuck it. Do you get? Do you, do you look at the scene right now? Like, Is, is this its prime or is this like the, the decline? What? For Detroit music. I'm saying as far as creativity. Oh my least. god, you could literally start rapping tomorrow, bro, and fucking it'll change your life. This Detroit shit is like fucking crazy, bro. You can start rapping tomorrow and it'll change your life, and it's like, oh my fucking god. Yeah. Quality wise, do you feel like that though? I'm saying prime, prime or decline. Oh, everybody's just rapping on like uh, everybody rapping on the same kind of beats. Everybody trying to sound like real. Is this is shit? Does this shit bother you at all? Like, does this shit kind of get to you a little bit? Like, do you give a fuck about what's happening in the music culture or anything, or are you just worried about like, oh, what am I getting out of this and like kind of leave it? Right alone? at one point in time, everybody was just trying to sound like R.J. Lamont. True, it matter. It's just it's just a phase. The thing that we, we fucking matter is like, how do you stay relevant when when the phase change? Like, the phase is changing. People still get my beats. Yeah. Nah, if the phase change and it's like, nah, we don't want none of that shit. Nah, that's when you fucked up. Yeah, at your point, it'd probably be hard to fucking like kind of fall back. Plus, you're keeping, like you said, you're keeping up with it. It, it does get hard. Like directors that are still shooting the way they were shooting ten years ago are not getting booked anymore, bro. I, I don't even want to say the names of some directors. That uh, bro, it's crazy. This is one YouTube channel that I used to faithfully love. It's not getting no views no more. Yeah, it happens. It's fucking crazy. Did it, was it because of inconsistency though, or was it because of quality job or just randomness? I just think it's because. That just it's just time change at this at some you don't like what you like when you was a kid. What like channel? What channel? Oh, I'm not gonna say channel, it's a Detroit channel. Okay. Like Snoop Dogg is a person who stayed relevant throughout his whole fucking career. And I always tell artists that shit too. I was like, bro, put yourself in everything. Put yourself in fucking movies, music, put yourself in other people's projects, commer- like do everything. Don't limit it to just rap, bro. Because the best artists of all time were in those productions. They were in commercials and movies and acting and fucking skits and like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Snoop Dogg is probably the biggest artist in the world 
since like Michael Jackson. I don't think it's one person in the world who doesn't know who Snoop Dogg is. Facts. It stays Literally. relevant as fuck. Yeah. And he didn't limit himself to like just one idea. You know what I'm saying? He didn't limit himself to just saying I'm a rapper of the NW or I mean sorry with uh you know, Tupac and them and shit like but that. But what he does is, you know, he, he reach out to the younger people that's doing it. Yeah. And that's how you stay relevant because you you can't beat these dudes, bro. You can't beat the young generation. You have to just reach out to them and just be like, hey, bro, what you doing? Let me promote what you doing because I got the audience already and that's all you need is the audience type exactly. shit. Yeah, so you're just kind of leeching off of what the fuck these mod- the modern cats are doing so that you stay relevant because now you're always in people's eyes still. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It's like a cycle. But, you have but to the have people that don't do that is the people that fall off. Yeah. Literally. It's hard to watch some of the Detroit artists too that are like kind of slowing down and they kind of just disappearing. You're not really hearing their names anymore. You know what I'm saying? I remember like four years ago, Snapdog was like the biggest artist. You know what I'm saying? I remember Snapdog, was like, oh, everybody, just everybody was talking about him or even Vezo. Uh, you know, I mean, Cash Kid too. I mean, I'm not saying their success isn't still there. I'm sure they still make money, but hearing their name like way less than I've ever heard it. You know what I'm saying? Now, nowadays. But you got to think like that, like that Cash Kid song, When I See You. That's one of the biggest songs in the world right now. Mm. It's not nowhere in the world you can't go and not hear that song. Right, right. You right. know what I'm talking about? Doing Rio and Vezo. No, and you're right about that. You're right about that. No, it's called uh, See You, ain't it? Oh. When I see you, when I see you. Yeah, it's like different though. Like there's the Detroit fame and then like the, when they, do you think they blur, do you, is Cash is Cash Kid considered like outside of that? Outside of the Detroit like. Uh, mm, I would consider him now, yeah. Because he got a deal. Oh, so that's what it kind of confirms for you. It's like, okay, if they got the, a big enough deal, then it's pretty much like they're, they kind of get separated. Yeah. yeah. Social media branding, too, is like crazy, too, because you can make yourself like a some bigger star in your own city because of that shit. But some people keep it low key where it's like there's six pictures on their profile. I'm hit. You know I'm what I'm hip, saying? Hip, hip. Yeah, like you limited your shit, too. Like, you're, I know, I noticed you chopped it down. Like, you're not just posting any fucking random shit. I'm starting to, too, though. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get more into like how to be like just. Lit on Instagram. Yeah. Once I figure it out, I'm, I'm kind of figure like I, I, I right now I just make a post and I just see the reaction. But I'm figuring out how to just be lit on. It's more so I see you just gotta create content. So I just gotta figure out how to create content. So maybe I should just hire a content creator. No, fuck that, dude. Don't do that. Just do what you used to do. You used to be remember that boat video where you're on the boat and you like fell off on the back of it and shit. Like shit like that is hilarious. Okay. You so just, just live get, my life and record it. Yeah, live your life and have a vlogger. That's really what you need. But don't get like a vlogger that actually like. Man, this vloggers suck these days, bro. I swear, like they just—they're young kids, and yeah, somebody with a cell phone. Just cell phones are better than cameras, bro. I swear to God. I know everybody's using DSLRs to vlog shit, but I never see that footage. The only footage I really see is cell phone footage of like some random shit happening, like like RJ smoking the blunt next to all those bitches. It's just fucking funny. You know what I'm saying? It's random, like you know, just anything like that. Yeah. Editing's a bitch. No, they suck, man. They they just bad turnaround time for vlog videos. They're not creative usually. They don't capture the right stuff at the right moment. But the cell phone, if they just keep running that bitch, just like it's so easy to pick up and just hit record and just start recording it. And so, that shit goes viral more than like DSLR footage. I swear so with the point where I'm at with the social media shit, I know how to create the moment. Now I just got to figure out how to speak to the people at the same time. That's the, what do you want to tell people? I don't know something. Like, I'm just gonna randomly just wake up and say something. You wanna like fucking be spiritual, motherfuckers? You wanna be influential? Do you wanna talk about DJ stuff? Do you wanna talk just anything type shit? I don't know what I wanna talk about. I, I don't wanna be spiritual, motivational. And DJ and shit is not that lit. So I just wanna talk about just me. Yeah. Is it? yeah. 
Oh shit, I thought he was talking to you. Yeah. Damn it, you can go for it, man. I, I say just hire a fucking photographer. Uh, I would say hire like a cell phone guy, just somebody you trust, and just have him like run that bitch whenever you want. But then if you're gonna do the face to face shit with the camera, bro, that shit's so hard, bro. You can only do that shit for so long. It's funnier when you see it rarely versus when you see it like 24-7 too, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when you see that, like ran, ran, RJ's randomly doing something hilarious, that's funnier than if you're every single day, oh, I see RJ every single day. No major artist does that. No major artist has their phone to their face every single day. And the ones that do, bro, you got to learn a, a simple lesson, bro. You're going to kill your mystique over time. A lot of these artists don't realize they're killing their mystique, bro. Like they're really too over they're overexposed they're on the can't you can see them every second every really day. be overexposed yeah i know people are saying you can't bro but you can bro there's a certain like mystique and there's a certain like aura people have when it's not so much of them you don't see them every five fucking seconds bro imagine if you seen eminem every three seconds on the internet that'd be whack after a while i'd be like man what the fuck like but these artists are kind of doing that now and i think it's taking away i think it's personally taking away from their music or how much people care to go listen to your song when it drops and I got evidence, bro. I pay attention to that shit. I see, like, the more this motherfucker overexposed himself or she overexposed herself throughout before the drop, the less engagement they got on the song. Versus it was all steady, 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 and then we dropped the song. And then, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you're overexposing yourself. Dr. Dre actually said that. I'm kind of stealing from him. Like, he said that you're stealing the mystique. You're destroying the mystique of who you are because you're always being seen. Too much, bro. Like... You know what I'm saying? So that's another reason why, you know, it's hard to do the motivate, like, you know, the camera to the mm-hmm. face thing, too. But anyway, that nah, was- I'm serious, though. I'm trying to get into the social media heavy, like, man. Yeah. That's what's been fun to me, just doing social media stuff lately. Yeah. Get a fucking, like I say, get a camera guy. Don't hire somebody that takes two to three fucking weeks to return some shit like these motherfuckers out here, bro. I said, you need somebody to follow you around with a camera. He got me. He got me. I'll see you at the, the club. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, man, I really appreciate you coming through here, man, and, uh, you know, having this conversation and shit. I actually learned a lot from the shit from behind the scenes that I never thought I would even know about, you know, and I'm sure I missed a lot of shit that there was more shit I probably could have wanted to know. Motherfuckers like you have the insight and the intel, you know, that could set somebody a rich man the next day. Like, if somebody had all, like, all your knowledge about it, they could start off right now and move forward what's something you could tell a younger producer or even an artist or anybody that can help them like become very successful in this industry is there any juice or any sauce that you could kind of like hand out um uh all right boom so i know just random but a girl was telling me this one time and i just feel like when she told me this like i just been living with this but basically don't let these artists be cheap she told me that don't let these artists be cheap with me because if they don't spend the money on my beats, all they gonna do is trick it off on these hoes. So get your money, bro. Get your money up front, bro. All they gonna do is trick that shit off. So just overcharge all these niggas. And they got it. Damn. So it's all about money. Shit. Do you see the spiritual girl that's on the internet lately that's like predicting deaths and like... Bro, that shit crazy. You seen her talking about... um Ammo... What's his name? I she was talking about like... Bro, I don't, that shit weird. Like... That shit weird. I don't know why I thought you believed in black magic for some reason. Who, me? Yeah. Nah, no, no, no. That shit weird. That shit weird as hell. Her talking about, uh, like, spirits and shit and you know, walking around on earth and her talking to, Like, like why why is she talking about King Von? Like, bro, why she ain't talking about her grandma? Because why her grandma ain't come talk to her? I, I can tell you what. Listen, I'm not saying... Listen, man. I know I'm going to sound crazy right now. I'm not saying I believe this shit, but I do believe that when somebody dies in a tragic way that their spirit stays here for a little while before it reincarnates. I believe that shit. So 
Some of the shit she was saying, I'm not gonna lie, was a little bit interesting. She was basically saying like the way he died, he wanted vengeance after he died. His soul is not restful because he's still not accepting how he died. It's bro, I lost eight homeboys this year. I'm saying half to COVID, half to the streets, bro. I don't fuck with that shit she talking about. I don't fuck with that shit. It's all over say cheese, man. I mean, yeah. She I, has some bullshit talking about death. Like, bro. You got it. Like, she's talking about, like, she don't want people to cry at funerals. And she was just on some bullshit, bro. She, um, I just wanted to know, like, I, I just feel like negative energy is what gets people, like, like, if you say, if you do anything that's, like, so with social media shit, what I'm not realizing is if you do anything that's, like, out of the ordinary where someone will talk about it, you're gonna go viral, you're gonna blow up. So what she doing, I just feel like, shit, even if she was lying, bro, she about to make so much fucking money, how could I not support a black woman who hit a lick on these fucking white people? <laughs> it's everybody commenting, man. It's not just white people in the comments, man. Everybody thinks she's the truth. Who gonna pay her, though? Oh, you serious right now? Everybody, my mama died yesterday, God damn it. The white man gonna give her that check. She gonna get 10 million. You check your horoscopes too, or no, I don't do listen. See, that's the mis I, I hate talking about spiritual shit only because I think when I talk Did about Did you believe in Miss Cleo? Fuck no. I don't believe in this bitch. But I do believe in the shit. Listen, I'm not saying I don't believe in her. I'm saying that the shit she's saying is kind of like the way I believe shit happens. I'm not saying she's actually talking to these motherfuckers. I'm saying that, yeah, when you die, bro, I do believe that if you died in a fucked up way, like your your body got destroyed, I feel like your energies need to like somehow recoup before they go into a new life. That's my thing. So when she's talking about how he's dead right now and his energies are still here and they're fucked up, I feel like she is right about that. Like anybody who dies tragically, their, their energies are here fucked up until they sort themselves out. I believe that shit. The way she talks about it is the shit I, I believe. But not that she, she's she's really doing it, though. She could be reading a book and just saying shit. She, I just want to know how much the cash app is. How much is she charging? That's a good fucking idea, bro. What I'm going to do is message her, and I'm going to be like, yo, somebody, oh, I don't want to play with that. I want to message her and see right. what she charges. What the fuck about to message her, bro? I'm not about to play with death like that. fuck up your time. She fucking tell you you're gonna die next week and you're gonna get hit by a car. Oh, hey, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna hit her up and I'm gonna see what she can tell me about me. I'm gonna film that shit and post it. See, that's content, bro. Yeah, that's content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it's content. Tell, tell but when it creep you out? Online. What if she said something? Mm -hmm. What is she gonna say? That you're gonna die? I don't know. <laughs> that's what she talk about. If she told me I'm gonna die, damn, that'd be fucked up. You Everybody's should. gonna die though. People die every day. It's just that social media make the shit seem like yeah. it's more common. It's mystical. Oh no, people will get ran the fuck over by cars all the time and shit. I know. They said car accidents are like the number two cause of death right now or some shit. Car accidents? Yeah. And the reason What's just, number one? I think heart, heart, disease. heart disease, yeah. Heart disease number one. So what's one. number three? Where's gunshots at? That's it's not that far down. That's actually. pretty far down, yeah. There's a lot of different ways to kill yourself. For real? Yeah. Oh my god. More people die from bee stings than they do from shark attacks. We're talking about gunshots, though. How many? Wh 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 how far down is gunshots? Like seven? Pull out the list real quick. Wait, but hold on, bro. Car accidents, and guess what the number one reason for car accidents is? Texting? Yeah, bro. That shit blew my mind. Texting is literally the number one cause of car fatal car accidents. Oh, because probably when your car gets shot at, you're texting your mom. <laughs> Help. <laughs> nah, hell no, man. It's All right, just... It goes like this. Heart disease at 600,000. Cancer, 600,000. Oh. Accidents. Oof. 773,000 chronic lower respiratory diseases 156,000 stroke 150 Alzheimer's 
187. Nephrosis and some shit like that. More people die from Alzheimer's than gunshots? The closest is, uh, well, pneumonia is 50,000 people a year, and intentional self-harm or suicide kills more people. This is what I'm saying. Well, why many people get listen, shot Listen, 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 listen. All these people on Instagram posting guns on Instagram, y'all ain't shooting shit. How is more people die from fucking Alzheimer's? <laughs> Than fucking gunshots. Why are we Bro. promoting gun violence, man? No, we're trying to explain the cap that is involved with with people talking. It's not cap. People are bros. If you cap it, bro, say cheese every day. Oh, listen, some of these people aren't really rappers, but they're getting shot every day. Like somebody randomly, like bro. If you think of a, a person that is barely even a rapper and he gets killed, they'll say he was a rapper when he died. You know what I'm saying? So that's why another thing that's fucked up about Say Cheese. Like, they're literally saying, like, rappers are dying when it's just a random dude that made two songs. You know what I'm saying? But it does make him a rapper, don't it? Come on, man. If I start a painting a fucking on the wall, you're not going to call me, a, you know, Picasso. Bro, when I first started, when I when I really started, like, popping, popping, any person that woke up one day that said they wanted to rap called me. Literally. They'd pull up to the studio, make a song, and be a but rapper. But does that make him a rapper? 16, Some of them people blew 16, up. Not, yeah, man. Some of people blew up, bro. 16,000 people got shot? 2019, 16,000 people were murdered in the U.S. What? Murdered, period. Bro, people are just out here killing each other, bro. It's crazy. That's out of 350 million folks. That's That's a pretty low number. I was just watching 60 Days In the other day, man. And I was like, anything in the world not to be in prison, I will do it, bro. I would rather, like, be living in India in in nothing with, with a towel around my waist than be in prison, bro. Like, come on, man. I don't know how my boy Dion was in that show. You know Dion was in that show for six. You know you can get paid fifty six thousand dollars a year to be in sixty days in. Have you seen that show? Somebody like go to jail. Yeah, you go to jail. Ah, get, bro, I won't wish jail on nobody. You ain't never been to jail. No, I don't wish death. I'm, I mean, wish, wish somebody go to prison. Yeah, I, have. Bro, I went to jail for like six months one time. I went to and jail. I was already famous. What'd you go to jail for? Don't worry about. Alright, alright, alright. Attempted murder. You? I didn't do it. That's my mom. Oh yeah. But yeah. Well, they have you in there. Waiting trial or something? Yeah, you had to beat it. Yeah. Oh, that fucking before sucked. Arraignment before arraignment. What's the compensation for something like that? Uh, your bond is fucking a million dollars and, and it's no 10% and you like, what the fuck? Your ass in no, what I'm saying is what happens when they keep you in there and then you're innocent? Is there not, nothing? No, you just, you just, the, the court process is the court process. You got to go through the process regardless whether you're in jail or not. They don't have like, don't you get money or something if you're innocent? If you're innocent after no, what? That's no, if that's if you post bond. If you can't post bond, you have to remain in jail. Bro, get the fuck out of here. So if you lock me up for six months, pre-pending trial, and you leave... No, my trial you... took six months. Oh, oh, okay, I got you, yeah, I got you. You get Damn. arrested for fucking running somebody over with your car, and they put you on a $100,000 bond. If you don't produce $10,000 to get out of jail, you're sitting your ass through the whole trial until it's finished in jail. Even if you're innocent, was my Even point. And when you leave, nothing but happens. But once you prove innocent, they let you out. Yeah. Yeah, but you just spent all that money, time in jail and money in jail. Yeah, That's but not... you are not in prison. Where you at? Oh, plus lawyer oh. fees. Wait, you were out when you were when you were in trial? No. You no were he, was in in... Tri- he was in during trial. I was in trial. That's, That's what I'm saying is fucked up. That's why I get I get the, y'all ain't getting what Welcome I'm saying. And I had to pay for a lawyer while I was in jail. God damn. Just imagine how much bro, guess how much the lawyer was. I don't know. Seventeen thousand dollars. God damn. Six months? It's a no, no, that's event. the lawyer. That's not the bond. No, I'm saying six months though that you were dealing with this. Like the whole six month process you being locked up. Was that how long it was? Yeah, jail, I was in jail. That's fucked up, man. RJ. So I was really in jail. I was in jail with like Supermax. I was in Supermax. God damn. RJ, how many years do you avoid though? Um, Could have been. Uh, three to 15. So. No, that doesn't. Fuck that, bro. You shouldn't have been in there in the first place, is my whole thing. Because that's, that's the stupid. No, nah, I know I shouldn't have been in there. It was a stupid decision. 
I'm saying. No, I'm saying for like the fact that it happened in the first place. That sucks. But how old were you when that happened? This was like 2015. God damn. I didn't, man. Yeah, I can hey, never remember. beat that shit though. Boy. Uh, 17k later. Right. Fucking hey, bro. Was nah, it? but if I would have had that cheese, bro, I would have been in prison. Oh, yeah, that's the prison system. The prison no, that's what it is. If you ain't got no money, bro, if you ain't got no money, you going. If you don't have, bro, listen. If you doing bullshit in your life, if you don't got no money, you're going to jail. Yeah, you know, you get to do stamp out license plate for. You know, oh, no, 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 I, bro, I didn't been, I didn't, I didn't been in some wild ass stories. I'd have been with a rapper, and he, they didn't tell me we about to go on the show to. Uh, Texas. We about to drive to Texas and do a show. We didn't get to Texas and um, there was no show, bro. This was not a show. This was something totally different than what I thought it was. And then we came back and I didn't get paid to DJ and I didn't even DJ a show. Where? What was it? Like, oh, it was a drug deal. Oh shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just fucking up. All right, man. I think Phil's kicking us out, man. But RJ, man, I really appreciate you pulling up, man, doing the music reviews and obviously like getting down to sit with you and talk to you, bro. Uh, it, was, it was really great energy and great stories. Hopefully, you motherfuckers learn from him, bro. Soak up, soak up the knowledge, be entertained, but also listen to like you know the steps it takes to kind of succeed or pathways you can find in this industry. Is there anything you want to say to anybody or shout out anybody or anything like that? Follow me on Instagram at RJ Lamont, R J L A M O N T. Follow me on all social media. Same shit. Um, yeah, and be more active. If you if you watching this video right now, comment on all my shit. DM me, I respond. Uh, Y'all need some beats? Hit me up. Um, Want to get fucked on OnlyFans? Damage <laughs> <laughs> only photo behind the up. camera. <laughs> right, my, my OnlyFans slapped though. But, uh, okay. Outside of that, appreciate Kid L. Do this again next time. You need to bring me back. And, yeah, we could review some more people's music. Show the song. Vanish Phone will be on the camera. Parallel Sound Studio route. Peace.